Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You know, lesson learned, everybody. You got to appreciate what you got while you got it. Because when it's gone, then you're looking around for something to do. I'll explain what I mean by that coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate Quote. So just raise your hand. Uh, You can either do it in the car, wherever you are right now. If you at some point during this college football season complained about the quality of the games. All right. If you complain about the quality of the games, raise your hand. All right. My hand is up. Uh, Everybody else in the studio's hand should be up. Lead the laps up. Uh, Iowa Sam, you should be up. You've been complaining about the Big Ten the entire season and how bad the games are in the Big Ten. Your hand should be up. Iowa games, yeah. Okay. So, but but the point being, well, now you look around and we realize there's only one TV in the studio that's got a football game on. It's Army Navy. And everything else is like a spattering of basketball and a bunch of college basketball players that we're all trying to do a crash course on because we have no idea who the F's in the sport anymore. So, this is a lesson learned. Appreciate what you got while you got it because once it's gone, then you start to put a little bit more value on it. So enjoy Army-Navy, though, because I was making this point this weekend on Fox Sports Radio. Army-Navy is the throwback game, right? If you've ever wanted to go back in time or ever wanted to live in another era, whatever it is, if you've ever wanted to go back to the 50s, to the 60s, whatever, you're actually doing it watching Army-Navy. 
Think about all the offenses around the NFL and in college football. The quarterback position is different. Wide receivers look different. Linemen are freak athletes. Uh, punters and kickers look like they squat 2,000 pounds apiece. It's a completely different sport. The entire sport and how the sport is played has completely changed. But if you wanted to know how it was back in the day, watch Army-Navy, where it's literally sanctioned violence at the line of scrimmage. You talk to anybody that's ever played an Army or a Navy or one of these academy schools, they will tell you it's the most beat up they are after a game. Because all these guys do is cut you down. They cut you down, they run the football, they go to the body, and they wear you out for three, four hours, and after the game, you have no idea what hits you. You end up feeling like uh, Steve Buscemi in Fargo when they throw him in the wood chipper. Like, it is a nightmare matchup for teams, which is why teams like Michigan or a team like Oklahoma struggles with an Army because you have no idea how to prepare for it. And so when Army-Navy play... You get a different brand of football, but it's a brand of football that was around years and years and years ago. And so if you wanted to know and understand what is it like back in the day, what was it like when when the sport was initially introduced? How were things back in the 70s or back in the 60s? Watch Army-Navy. It's one of the rare chances we get to be able to look back and see how things were done back then. I've always said this. One of the most genius strategies in recent entertainment is what they did with the show Stranger Things. So Stranger Things played to two different eras, and it was brilliant because it's a kid's show and a kid's mystery show, so of course kids are going to like it, but it's set in the 1980s. So everybody that grew up in the 1980s is also going to like it. So they figured out the way to introduce nostalgia into getting you interested in these games. And when I watch an Army-Navy, I get nostalgic because I think about, God, this is what football was like back then. Like, this is how things were back in the day. So with Army-Navy going on, it's a great game. The meaning behind it, uh, the schools, their background, all of it, it's a lot of fun. Watch it, enjoy it, just make sure you're listening to this show at the same time. But it's a a glimpse into the past as to what football was like back before all these offenses and these 100-point games and you know 71-yard field goals and all this crazy stuff that's going on. I'm telling you, it's like back to the future. By the way, I watched Back to the Future. I think Biff is the greatest villain in the history of movies. I would put... Yeah, I, I, I swear to God, I, I watched it the other night. I would put Biff up there with Shigur from No Country for Old Men. And all that guy did was walk around and put cattle bullets in people's brains. Like, I, Biff is fantastic. I would actually love to get Biff on the show. Uh, but enjoy the game. It's a lot of fun. And then uh, slowly the college football season starts to fade away. We'll have some bowl games. Uh, I know Iowa Sam was sharing his thoughts on bowl games this week. Um That'll need to be explained at some point here on the show. So we will get to that uh, here at some point. All right. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Let's uh, let's let's have a discussion because I actually think Antonio Brown is going to be the first player in sports who's going to, you know, what a way a Hall of Fame career 
because of social media. I'm not kidding. That guy is a wild man on social media. First of all, I have no idea what the hell he's saying half the time. I swear to God, if somebody filmed Antonio Brown and we found out he was tweeting with his feet, I wouldn't be shocked. I have no idea what he's saying. Half the time, it doesn't make any sense. And then one minute he's apologizing, and the next minute he's going back on the apology, and then a minute after that he's claiming no more white women in 2020. What the hell's happening here? Like, good God. So the latest on Antonio Brown is he went to, I believe it was Instagram Live. I don't know. I've never done an IG Live. I don't, I don't do Snap Face or uh, um, you know, face chat or any of that stuff. It's I'm not my on thing. I'm not face and all that. I'm not either, Coach. But Antonio Brown went to Instagram Live. Instant chat or whatever. Yeah, the instant chat, uh, instant book, you know, all that stuff. And he started filming cops arriving at his house early this morning because one of his, the mother of three of his kids wanted to get the kids' clothing from the house and didn't feel it was safe. So Antonio Brown decided, let me go on IG Live and let me videotape this. And while I'm on there, let me refer to myself as the goat. Uh, let me say, uh, you know, tell the kids to get the hell out of here. Uh, let me also uh, go ahead and call the cops all sorts of derogatory terms and then tell them to F off and then call them uh, a female expletive as you close the door. That was Antonio Brown's morning. And yet there are still people who believe that he's got a shot at getting back in the NFL. Like, he's going to be, no joke, Antonio Brown, Hall of Fame career. Hall of Fame career right before they introduced social media. If there's no social media, I think Antonio Brown's still in the league. I think he's still in the league. I think he's still making money. I think he's not... Uh, you know, throwing away 40-something million dollars, whatever it was this year that he could have had in his pocket had he just behaved or figured out, you know what, maybe this isn't the best idea in the world. You know, maybe me calling out teams, calling out coaches, referencing Bob Kraft uh, going to a massage parlor in Florida last year, maybe that's not the best way to get back in the league. But he doesn't stop. And if I were Drew Rosenhaus or I was anybody around him that wants to save that guy's career, figure out how to go onto his social media and change the guy's passwords. Don't let him in. Because he is costing himself a Hall of Fame and tens of millions of dollars because he can't act like a civilized person on social media. He's the first of its kind. When Ray Rice was, in essence, kicked out of the league after that video dropped, that was really the first that I can recall big-time moment to where we've made a switch. And I can remember the night before that happened, a buddy of mine at TMZ called me because I was working on a morning show here on Fox Sports Radio. A buddy of mine from TMZ called me the night before and said, hey, just giving you a heads up. We're dropping something at 9 Eastern time tomorrow or 8 Eastern time, whatever it is, and it's going to be massive. And I said, what is it? And he said, ah, I can't tell you. I said, no, 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 come on, just give me a little something. He's all, I can't tell you. Uh, all I'll say is this, it's going to be huge and it's going to shake up a lot of things. 
And the next morning, at that exact time, TMZ dropped the video of Ray Rice hitting his fiance in the elevator in Jersey. Everything changed from there. The access to phones, the access to videos, the accessibility to be able to, to, to get somebody and catch somebody in, uh, in the act completely changed that moment moving forward. Antonio Brown is showing you that social media is a tool, but you either use the tool to build something or you use it to break it down. And Antonio Brown is breaking down his entire career and millions and millions of dollars because he can't stop going on social media. And there's going to be a lesson there, and he's going to be used as the example. And they're going to say, if you want to make sure that this life that you have and you live continues on for years to come, don't do what that guy did. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, we will get to the bottom of a situation in the NFL. It's one of the most unique scenarios that one team has ever found themselves in. Find out who we're talking about next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. How do you not like this song, Sam? I do like it. This is actually the Jim Carrey one. Oh, never mind. This song sucks. He was great as the Grinch. Okay, well... Have you seen that video of the little kids at the Christmas tree lot and the Grinch comes out from behind one of the trees and they look like they saw a Yeti. They literally run crying from the Grinch. I haven't seen that one. Like, who thought that's a good idea? It's some guy dressed up like he got slimed. Like, who thought that was a good idea to bring him out? I don't know. Yeah, well, good talk. Uh, All right, uh, coming up here in uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we have a punishment that has been handed down in the world of sports, uh, so we will get to that here uh, coming up in about 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We are waiting uh, uh, the arrival of a frequent visitor here, um, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, uh, Sirius XM NFL, uh, who should be joining us here uh, momentarily. Uh, you know, whenever uh, whenever Lee puts the bottle down and uh, decides he wants to call Adam Kaplan, we can have uh, we can have that conversation. Let's ask Lee. Yeah, what's the deal, Lee? Come on. All right. Um, so there is uh, there's a team in the NFL. I don't know that anybody's ever had it this bad, and I I mean that to where every single week it seems like they have multiple issues. On the injury front, uh, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL Radio, is with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Adam, thanks as always for the time. We appreciate it. Yeah, good to talk to you, my friend. Um, so I got to ask you: You're in Philadelphia. You you're, you know the Eagles inside and out. I've never seen a team in the NFL that's dealt with the injury issues that they've dealt with. I've never seen it before. Well, it's crazy at the Monday night's game, and I'm sitting in the press box at, at, with two minutes left. I'm like, wait a minute. They only have one receiver left, and that's what happened. They uh, they actually were down to one running back, and uh, at, at one point, and then Miles Sanders came back. Uh, he had cramps. It was our second-round pick at running back. And then they ended the game uh, with just one running back. Uh, they used Josh Perkins, who played receiver in college, who they, the Eagles moved to tight end. 
they used him outside, but it was tough. I mean, they found a way to win. I give him credit. But that's really the way it is. And by the way, the Eagles, my understanding is they will only dress three to, three receivers tomorrow. Uh, they had an opportunity to sign a receiver off the practice squad by 4 p.m. Eastern, but they're going to go with three tight ends and three receivers tomorrow, I believe, and uh, at Washington. Uh, there, you know, there are other te- look, there are other teams, just talking to teams around the league, a bunch of teams have dressed just four receivers, which is a little bit risky, but think about it, Jonas. If you dressed just three receivers, if you lose one, you can't go with three wides, you know, that kind of package, so it's a little bit risky. Yeah, it just limits your entire offense. Exactly. And, and, right, and, if, and exactly right. Doug, Doug Peterson, if I'm Doug Peterson, I want at least the option if I want to have three wide receivers or if I want to spread out a defense and, and kind of, you know, open things up a little bit, I'd at least like to have that option. I was watching the game Monday night thinking, okay, so it's Ertz, it's Goddard, and who else? Like, I, I don't know who else Carson Wentz has to throw to. Yeah, and that's been the problem. Look, Tom Brady, why has Tom Brady been struggling this season? I know they're 10-3, but it's because their defense has been great. But who's he thrown to? They, they, the Patriots did not adequately replace Rob Gronkowski. It wasn't a secret that he was going to retire. Um, and they didn't, they didn't replace him. Remember, they almost betrayed him a couple years ago to the Lions. So they have not replaced him. Brady's, Brady's holding on to the ball too long, and it shows. I mean, their passing game has regressed in the second half significantly. And for them to, to go far in the playoffs, they're going to have to figure something out. And the problem is, with the trade deadline uh, passing, and obviously it didn't work out with Antonio Brown at all, they're stuck with what they have. And we're seeing this now around the league. Raiders, by the way, one of the big reasons why they're 6-7, and seven, not help it. They have no help at wide receiver other than Tyrell Williams. Yeah, and, and I heard a lot of that was Antonio Brown. And since we're on the topic, uh, and, and the name was brought up, another incident earlier this morning. Uh, he's you know Instagram living the cops at his house. Uh, you know, throwing his kids, uh, giving his kids clothes to the cops, um, then cursing out police, and then uh, exposing one of his baby mamas on on Twitter for cheating on him or what. I, it's just like I, I think. That we might be seeing, and I was talking about this a little bit ago, Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider with us here on FSR, that there was a shift with the Ray Rice video to where now the access and, and the understanding that you can get caught at any time if you act a fool, Antonio Brown might be the first athlete that we see ruin a career just because of social media. Well, look, look what happened with Janoris Jenkins in the Giants corner. He made a comment to a fan during a practice, for goodness sake, and the timing was bad. The Giants had enough. They cut him. He got cut because of social media. Now, when it comes to Antonio Brown, social media might end his career. I think, it, I think your comment's very, very fair. I, I, you couldn't have said it any better, to be honest with you. It, it's you and crazy. I have talked throughout, throughout the week, excuse me, throughout the season, about the potential of Antonio Brown coming back. And I said, I, I'm just telling you, I think he's going to come back no matter what happens. Well, I'm going to need to put an asterisk next to that. And that asterisk is how he handles himself through social media. It's gotten so bad, it, it, it's just going to make him basically untouchable, even if the NFL clears him, which they may take several more weeks, by the way. This might not be done for months. And, and if you think about it, not even just the money he cost himself this year, which is what, 30 to $40 million? Is that... Well, with with bonuses, yes. It, it was an enormous amount of money, correct. Okay, so 30 to $40 million this year. Whatever his future earnings were going to be, plus... He was on his way to a Hall of Fame career. And if you get into the Hall of Fame, that opens up doors for the rest of your life to where you can make a, a, a financial gain for the rest of your life just based on being a Hall of Famer. Like He is ruining tens of millions of dollars and his legacy because he can't log out of Instagram. 
It's, it's insane. really sad, and you know, the part of the, the deal with the Raiders was, was his contract is for him to get all that money, he would have had to be on the roster next season. Uh, well, obviously he didn't, that's why he's filed all these grievances. It's really sad. Uh, you know, it's funny, I remember being at the 2010 Senior Bowl, and I remember seeing him, he was only 5'10", and he didn't run real fast, but I'm like, boy, he showed up and, and, and was really good, and you know, who knew? I didn't think he'd go that late in the sixth round, but... His, it's a shame because he's got one half of his story, which is remarkable. All his hard work to become a great football player, and the other half that's been dest- he's destroyed his his career, and and now he's just self-destruct in front of our eyes. It's very, very sad to see this. Uh, he is Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider, Sirius XM NFL Radio as well, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox on FSR. Um, when we go to and we're looking around the NFL, obviously the NFC East, Cowboys and the Eagles. That's going to be a battle to. Ultimately, who do you think comes out of the <laughs> NFC East? Yeah. And 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 what is like is there any talk that maybe Doug Peterson could be in a little bit of trouble? Have no. there been any of those whispers or do they understand the injury issues and the impact that's had? No, but but and I, I hate speculating on, on you know, look, I I've I've already put together a list of we've already had two firings and I think they're going to be up to six more where we're where there, where there's serious questions. I don't believe Doug Peterson's in trouble, he shouldn't be. But I think that there's going to be change uh, on his coaching staff, uh, whether they make the playoffs or not. Here's what I think, and we're seeing this around the National Football League. When, the, when expectations aren't met, there, there, there's no reason to think the Eagles and – and it's fair, as you've brought up the injuries, and there's no question they've had real injury issues. But last year, at one point, Jonas, believe it or not, they had 14 players on the injury reserve. They still made the playoffs and, by the way, won a playoff game. This team has underachieved severely. The Cowboys, by the way, who they're going to play in week, 15, week 16 here in Philly next week, they've underachieved. When expectations are, are not met, there's change. And it could be, not in Philly's case, but in Dallas, you could be, see a head coach go. Uh, that's why it's widely believed around the league that we're going to see a change there in Dallas. So I, I think in Philly, it's just that so many players have underachieved that it's hard, to, it's hard for your staff to survive. I hope I'm wrong, but um, when I hear things, it's just it's never good like this, and we'll see what happens. It, oh. it, you just it's been a real struggle for the Eagles' offense, uh, as you know, and their defense, quite frankly, has been wildly inconsistent. But you never know. Look, if they make the playoffs, and they win a playoff game. You never know. Oh, look! I mean, going into last year, nobody wanted the Eagles. I mean, with that kind of experience, uh, the moment not being too big for them, nobody wanted the Eagles. I don't like anybody that comes out of the NFC wouldn't surprise me. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if it was Green Bay, San Fran, New Orleans. I think the NFC is going to be fantastic in the playoffs. Well, I, I would say this. Last year you mentioned it. I was shocked that the Eagles beat the Bears on the road. That, that stunned me. Uh, I, I remember I picked the Bears to win that game. The Bears were, were like the, the, the big surprise. Like, every year there's a surprise. I picked the Titans to win the division. I'm sticking with the AFC South. But each year, look, it was when the Rams and Sean McVay's first year. I mean, who could have expected that? Something's going to happen in these playoffs Someone's going to make a run where we go, wow, I didn't see that happening. It just happens to be every year. We're a team that we don't think will win a game, wins a game. Something like that's going to happen. And I also thought about this. Um, With the Baltimore Ravens, and they're fantastic, and they're fun to watch, and Lamar, it's a different style than anybody else is doing, and it's a blast, and he's the MVP, and it's not even close. Yep. But I, I think that the team that's got the best chance 
to beat the Ravens is a team that's played them before this season because they're not going to be so shocked by what they're watching. At least they've had, you know, one, you know, one, uh, uh, you know, a view of what the Ravens do and one matchup with the Ravens to where they can go, okay, at least we know this is probably coming or that's probably coming. It's not going to shock us. And if you look at the AFC playoffs right now, outside of the Ravens, the teams that are in, New England, Kansas City, Houston, Buffalo, and Pittsburgh. All of them have already played the Ravens this year. So there's not going to be the element of surprise in the AFC playoffs. And so that's why I think their path is going to be even more difficult than people realize. Yeah, but we're, we're here are a couple things. We're expecting the Ravens to have home field, okay, throughout the playoffs. Yes. They're, they're, they're going to get the number one seed. Coaches have always told me, Jonas, it's the offseason when we start figuring things out. I had a current head coach who has come from the defense side of the football tell me that, he goes, if you look at our business, it's, he, he, we were talking about Chip Kelly when he came in. He goes, he goes, we defeated the East Coast offense, West Coast, Silver Stretch, run and shoot. He went through like every defense <laughs> or every offense that the league has figured out. Now, this is very unique, what Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, is doing with, with Lamar Jackson. There's no question. And last year they figured it out. But you know what? I, I talked to Greg in training camp. He said, you have to understand, when, you're, when, you're, when you put a new quarterback in, you can't run your whole offense. You just got to make him comfortable. Greg is absolutely opening it up for Lamar Jackson. I'll tell you what, Jackson throws the ball real well. This is yes. another part that people don't understand. They don't ask him to throw the ball very much. But you know what? Ryan Tannehill's only throwing it 27 times per game. It, you could win, but at some point, and I like your point, like at some point you're probably going to have to throw more. That's when we're really going to know how great Lamar Jackson is. It's been so much fun. I totally agree with you. I loved it because the defenses cannot figure it out. I love it. I, lo- I love when coaches can't on the other side of the football. They can't get it, and it's been fun so far. And then you know what happens next. Now everybody's going to copy it, and Greg Roman's going to get a, a job in the offseason just based on what he's done with Lamar Jackson. So good for him because he's actually going to get a well-deserved head coaching job, and he's been in the league for a long time. I- is he immediately one of the top candidates available this offseason? You know, Greg... Study his career, talk to people. Um, you know, Greg interviewed for the Penn State head coaching job that went to Bill O'Brien. Um, he, he's a he's he's a incredibly smart guy and a talented coach. I would not put him in my top six. Like I have a group of fifteen head coaching candidates. He's in my top half, but not my top five. It depends how he interviews. It, it just he he he's just different. Um, he's very very smart, cerebral, a good sense of humor. But it depends how he projects in interviews. That's going to be his challenge. Phoenix views well will be a head coach next season. Adam Kaplan, Fox Sports Radio, NFL Insider, Sirius XM. You can hear him as well. And you can also uh, get him on Twitter, a great follow, at Kaplan NFL. Adam, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Sounds good. Talk to you next week, thanks. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, uh, we there's a punishment that's been handed down in the NFL. Um I don't want to agree with it, but I kind of do. So we'll get to that here uh, in just a couple of moments on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, the gas man, David Gascon. That sounds a little darker mm. when you say it today. A little more grit. A I'm battling. More. Hey, man, I'm battling. Yeah. All right. You, uh, you're the epitome of grit anyway. So yeah, that's what I do. It's good to see you in with, here. And... With my pink microphone cover. That's what I do. Is it really pink? Yeah. Hell yeah, it is. Listen, can I tell you a secret? What's that? Your executive producer's worked on something special right now. Okay, if he's screwing me over. No, no, he's not screwed you over, but he's working on something really, really good. So. Uh, I know during Christmas time, for those that don't know, typically you will hand out scratchers for a a holiday present for the staff. Yeah, you never know. Maybe I'll go off speed this year. You never know. That's what I'm saying. So I would like to think of this if if Lee can... 
pull this thing off, this will be your Christmas present, but it's All actually right. really good. So good. Uh, that's quite the tease. Lead, no pressure. I hope you don't lay an egg on this. So it'll be kind of I mean, fun. Come on. Uh, what? Can we trust Lee? Lee, did yes, you, Lee, yes. Did, okay. Yeah. Lee, did you go drinking last night? Uh, no, actually, I did not. Okay, so we can trust him today. There are some I, days we can't trust him. I love how every day he walks in the building, either you or I ask that first question. Hey, Lee, how you doing? Did you drink last night? Because he he lives the life. <laughs> Lee DeLapp lives the life that we all wish we could live. That's true. I wish I could live that life. Yeah. Like, I, I would I would love nothing more than to be invited to a bar with Lee DeLapp. But it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. You slipped me a bottle of bourbon? Yeah. <laughs> That was Lee during the break. That's so good. <laughs> Guys, college football right now. You got Army and Navy going at it in the first half. Perry on the keeper midfield. Side steps away at 45. He's at the 40. He's got a convoy with him. Malcolm Perry down the sideline. And he's going to go. Touchdown. Navy midshipman. Explosive play. Malcolm Perry, 55 yards. Yeah, Navy leads right now at the break by a score of 14-7. <laughs> Navy's thrown one pass in this ballgame. It was good for a touchdown. Chance Warren threw a TD pass in this one from a couple yards out. Meanwhile, college basketball scene right now. you got a couple teams that are playing. Number 12, Auburn, St. Louis. They're tied up 15 apiece. Earlier today, number one, Louisville beat Eastern Kentucky 99-67. Number 10, Oregon went on the road to beat number five, Michigan, in overtime 71-70. In Major League Baseball, a new guy here on the West Coast in Orange County, Anthony Rendon talked to the media today about his arrival and won Mike Trout. Trout reached out to me uh, once that we had solidified the deal, I believe it was Wednesday, based on his uh, exclamation points and his texts. Uh, he seemed really excited, so we were uh, both just discussing on uh, how we can continue to move forward and how we're just looking forward to the season. Playoff team in 2020? Um, no, come on. It's the Angels, <laughs> please. Uh, he, did you hear what he said about the Dodgers? Yeah, I took a shot. Well, I, but you know what? I, I haven't seen the full quote, but he basically said that he, the, he didn't want to deal with the L.A. nightlife. Well, here you go. It was always a team that we thought and we considered just because Dodgers are always in the postseason. They have a terrific team. They're built to win. They have a lot of great guys coming up in the organization. But in terms of just the way that we've heard about how the organization is, whether it's you know, the Hollywood lifestyle or whatnot, it just didn't seem like it would be a fit for us as a family. So nothing against them. As, the, as an organization, we still loved meeting with them. We loved just having those conversations. But in the end, it was what's best, what we thought was going to be for our family. And yeah. Jonas, I got to say this for him. Yeah. I don't know how in tune he is with Hollywood, yeah. but for professional athletes, especially around his age, it's yeah. not Hollywood. It's Hermosa Beach. Yes. It's Manhattan Beach. It's Thank Santa you. Monica Beach. Yeah. Let, let <laughs> like, me, get the hell out of yeah. here with Hollywood. Yeah, let me tell you what that was. That was that was what every every guy does when he wants to be allowed to go to some party or some get together yeah. and doesn't want to catch grief from his better half. Right. So they'll do something like, "Hey, I'm just going to go out for a little bit. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really want to go, but you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go anyways just to kind of show support." And then you get there, and 20 minutes later, the guy's doing a body shot off a corpse, <laughs> like. That like Anthony Rendon can spin the whole yeah you know the nightlife and all this stuff, bro. Walk into Sharkies, okay. Open up your Bank of America mobile, and then show everybody what your total balance is. 
and I dare you to walk out of there alone. Yeah. All right? Get out of here with the crap. Okay, like, there, there's just as much danger uh, in uh, Orange County and Newport Beach and Hermosa and all those places as there is in Hollywood. Yeah. I, it's so good because you get those guys that'll be like, well, I just took my best friend's cell phone away from him because, uh, you know, I, I want to make sure that he was being good or I want to check in with him and I want to check in with his wife and, or his right. fiance or whatever, right. you know, make sure he's, you know, I'm the good guy of the group. Yeah. 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 It just like at some point, like let's just be honest about it. Actually, here, here I'll say this: I actually think it's more dangerous for a star athlete to be in a city that's not as big as one of the major markets. Yeah, because you stick out more. College Station, Johnny Manziel. Like, if if Anthony, I love Anthony Randone as a player. He's a great player. Yeah. If Anthony Randone walked down Sunset Boulevard. Um, nobody would have any idea who he is. No chance. Like, somebody would hand him his keys and say, hey, can you go park the Maserati? It's right around the bottom. <laughs> like, they have no idea who he is. But in Orange County, yeah. that news travels, okay? Oh, like, yeah. that news travels, and, and there is danger in Orange County. Yeah. It is a problem in Orange County, yeah. all right? For those of you that use the Bumble app, just see the difference in how many connections you make when you're somewhere else as opposed to when you're in Orange County. It's a different level, man. Yeah, that's the whole thing. When people thought Josh Hamilton would be okay coming in Anaheim because it was a quote-unquote soft oh market. Oh, my God. Yeah. My that was man. a horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, right. That was a horrible idea. Yeah. There's, there's bars everywhere. Yeah. They're built on bars. Yeah. So, like, Huntington, Hermosa, Newport, Costa Mesa. Like, what? what is another one that we're Laguna. missing? Laguna. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Malibu. Like did, like, did anybody watch Laguna Beach growing up? <laughs> All right? Like, that times a thousand with booze. I mean, come and, on. And divorcees. Yes. <laughs> How would you know, Dave? Well, I, I've hung out with a couple. Uh, by the way, if you walked into an Orange County bar and you just yelled out, You're divorced. 1,700 people would turn around and go, oh, he's talking to me? I had no idea. Like It's perfect because if you were in Los Angeles and you flew out of LAX heading to Vegas, you can tell you can tell who's working. You can tell who the, the professionals are that go to Vegas for those nightlife affairs, you know, like at a strip club. Yes. Well, if you go to like a nightclub in Newport Beach or like a bar or restaurant, you can easily identify the older men that are divorced and the older women that are divorced. It is like, it's like a, it's like a high school or yeah. eighth grade dance. Yeah, like you, that's how segregated they are. You want to know how you identify them? They're breathing air. <laughs> yeah. They're the ones breathing air. Like I, I don't, I, we should actually think about this. What is the safe city in baseball? For for like if you're an athlete and you want to you know see to it that, that there's not any sort of extramarital issues like what's the safe city in Major League Baseball? St. Louis. Man, still though the Cardinals are everything. Like you're a god there. Yeah, that's true. Not Miami. Not Oakland. Not San Francisco. Not San Diego. Yeah, like okay, Seattle. No, nothing in Cal. I've been to Seattle. Is it good? It's a nice place. <laughs> Is your fiance listening to the show? Um, no habla. Um, yeah, no, no habla. Not, oh, that was years and years ago. Not DC, not New York. Baltimore. There you go. Baltimore. Really? I've never been to Baltimore. Yeah. I, I've been to Baltimore and it is not it it's a target rich environment, but it's something out of the wire. That's that's how we'll put it. <laughs> like it's yeah, it's not for yeah. All right. Well, so we we will think about that. And if you would like to chime in, uh the city in Major League Baseball in which married athletes are most likely to stay married or faithful at
at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and we will uh, check those out throughout the course of the show. Uh, good stuff, Dave. I think we really accomplished them there. All right. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, there goes any shot of Anthony Rendon coming on this show. Jesus. Boy, we threw that one in a barf bag, huh? All right. Uh, we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right. Coming up next. Uh, it, we promise this. We're going to get to it. A punishment handed down in the NFL. I don't want to agree with it, but I actually do. That's next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up, top of next hour, about uh, 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will talk about a situation in the NFL that is worth monitoring because things could take a drastic turn. We will get to that here about 12 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Um, all right. I would love to come on here and try and play cool guy and say, well, you know, I'm not happy about this. You know, this is ridiculous. This is a ridiculous punishment. Uh, I I think it's an outrageous punishment by the NFL. They should not be fining guys. And there are certain fines in the NFL that I think are ridiculous. Absolutely egregious, bad, whether it's a hit on somebody, uh, a jersey, you're not wearing enough tape, whatever the case may be. But this one I kind of get. So Marcus Peters, in the Ravens' win over the Bills last week, just got fined a little over $14,000 for unsportsmanlike conduct. What was the unsportsmanlike conduct, you ask? He jumped into the crowd with the Bills fans and started drinking a beer. (laughs) Okay. Now, I would like to tell you that in a league to where you want the, the, the fans to feel like they're part of the action. You want the fans to feel like they have an association with the players. I would like to sit here and tell you, hey, you know what, man? I mean, let it slide. You know, let the guy jump into the crowd and, you know, let, let, let's, have a, let's have a couple of beers and we'll just go from there. I would like to tell you that. I would like to come on here and be the cool guy who says, man, let everything go. You know, like one of those parents who lets their kids smoke weed when they're like two years old. Like I like one of the cool guys, man, they're going to do it anyways. Just let them do it. Like, you know, let it fly, man. Unfortunately, here's the problem. That was at New Era Field. I believe it's New Era Field. I believe that is still the name of the stadium where the Bills play. I don't really focus on the stadium. I focus on what's on the outside of the stadium and what gets thrown onto the stadium. All right, so uh, let's go live to our Is It Still New Era Field Insider Lee Delap for the latest. Lee? That would be correct. Okay. There it is. Let's ask Lee. Uh, yeah, let's let's ask Lee. Uh, so, New Era Field is the brand new stadium. I'm just going to call it Rich Stadium. It was Rich Stadium growing up. That's what I'm going to call it, and I'm not going to change. So, at Rich Stadium or New Era Field, as some of you uh, newbie football fans like to refer to it as, it's a problem if you jump up into the crowd to drink a beer because the issue is before the game, everybody is annihilated. If you don't believe me, go look up. Hashtag Bills Mafia, where you've got these slobs in these Andre Reed jerseys throwing themselves through flaming tables like it's an ECW pay-per-view from the mid-90s. Okay, so those guys are already hammered and they're starting to now at this point in the season miss tables 
to where they think they've adjusted the, their range to where they've got to go to get through a table, but unfortunately they miss it, and these guys get folded up like scorpions on the other side of the table, and then try and play it off like everything's okay. Meanwhile, four or five of their vertebrae are in the bottom of their underwear because they didn't know how to take the landing. So there's that. Here's the other issue. The Bills kind of have a reputation. Bills fans. Um, so much so, and it's such a constant reputation, that it is a yearly tradition that you can actually bet on. So you can make money on something that Bills fans will bring into games. And that's something that Bills fans have brought into games and thrown onto to the field are sex toys. So... The reason why the NFL is finding Marcus Peters isn't so much because he jumped up into the crowd. They do it in Green Bay. That's just the Lambeau Leap. That's part of tradition. And it isn't so much it because he jumped up into the crowd and drank a beer. And I don't even know what kind of beer it was, whether it was a Modelo or a Pabst Blue Ribbon or whatever the F that beer was. Uh, let's go live for the I think I know what beer it was insider lead lap for the latest Lee pretty sure that was a Coors Light Jonas okay so he jumped up to drink uh, basically what they ring out of a urinal cake in Guadalajara in August that's what he jumped up to drink and that's fine if he wants to punish himself you go for it but the problem is when you jump up into the crowd at a Bills game you don't know whether or not you're going to land on a flaming table or somebody's going to throw a bildo at the back of your helmet both of those are problematic. So, while I don't, I, I, I thought it was funny, and I think it's fantastic that Marcus Peters was comfortable enough to find a couple of Ravens fans, mixed him with Bill's Mafia, and they hung out, and there was no incident, and all he did was drink a beer and have a good time. Well, I thought it was awesome, and I'd love to be cool guy and sit here and say, oh, that's ridiculous. You can't punish a guy for that. I do understand why the NFL did what they did because you're trying to help the players out. All right. You don't want a malice in the palace situation to where Ron Artest is taking a nap on his back. Some guy throws a beer cup, and next thing you know, they're destroying people in the crowd. It leaks onto the floor, and then you've got even a more of an issue. So um, I get it. 14 grand and change, unsportsmanlike conduct, Marcus Peters, basically a slap on the wrist. And uh, you just wonder if it were another item, if it were popcorn or a Diet Coke or something else like that, would he still get fined? Probably not. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as we take you all the way up until 8 p.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, more out of the NFL and what could be a problem for one team. Find out who we're talking about here on FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 
21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we have uh, some dissension, some dissension with a great NFL franchise. We will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, You can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app and on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com. For a free rate quote, uh, Army and Navy uh, in one of the classics, uh, the old school, kind of a blast from the past, uh, nostalgic type game, the way football used to be. Their early third quarter there from Philadelphia, Navy has a 14-7 lead over Army. I mean, how many rushing yards so far? I mean, like, what do we got as far as rushing yards in this game? How many do we got? Because I, I don't think I've seen them attempt to pass. So uh, in Army-Navy right now, rushing yards in the game, well, they've got 11 passing yards. Let's just go there first. So they've got 11 passing yards, and they've got about 330-plus rushing yards between those two teams. 333. Yeah. Good God, man. Like, if you, if you were a running back, why would you go anywhere else? Seriously, like if you really just wanted to be a running back and just go somewhere, or you're an undersized lineman and you just love taking people's knees out and just removing body parts from people, why would you go anywhere else other than Army or Navy? It's just awesome. Like that, That's the football I grew up with. Like that's, that's NFC Central football to where nobody had a good quarterback except for the Packers and the Tampa Bay Bucks were still in the division. So you had the Bears, the Lions, the Tampa Bay Bucks, the Minnesota Vikings. No, neither one of those teams, none of those teams had a quarterback except for the Packers. So you just had to run the ball every play. Like that that is the football I grew up with. Sometimes somebody's got to block somebody. Well, they're doing it in that game violently. 
and everybody's got knee braces on because they don't want to pick up their kneecap uh, underneath one of the cheerleader booths after the game. All right. Uh, so coming up here, uh, by the way, uh, 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to debut something we've never done here on the show. Uh, he is the star of Fox Sports Radio here every single week, but he has got a brand new bull season introduction with a Saturday Night Live spin on it. All right, so don't go anywhere. Bowl season introduction with a Saturday Night Live spin on it from the great Iowa Sam 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I have no idea how it's going to go. I would love to sit here and tell you I'm totally confident that everything's going to be fine and it's going to go smoothly. I have no idea. I don't know. Because I don't understand what it is that he's doing. I don't get it. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, But the Dallas Cowboys have a problem. And their problem is not Dak Prescott or Ezekiel Elliott or the offensive line or Jason Garrett or any of the other people that get the blame there in Dallas. Their problem is they've got a guy up top in Jerry Jones that people are now starting to tune out, right? It no longer has its effect. It's no longer got the same appeal that it did before. Like, you know, when you're younger, you always knew when you had your parents, You always knew when you didn't respect their authority anymore because they would do one of these. I'm telling you, Buster, if you don't get over here on the count of three, you're in big trouble. One, two, two and a half, two and three quarters. Like, just spit out three. Like, you're not going to do anything. So if you're not going to do anything, stop counting down in fractions. And Jerry Jones is counting down in fractions. The latest appearance on The Fan in Dallas involved Jerry Jones talking about the issues that college coaches have when they get to the NFL. College coaches have the lowest percentage rate of success as opposed to coming from coordinators, as opposed to coming from the NFL, or supposed to coming from a head coaching job in the NFL. Uh, they have to uh, get acquainted with the personnel. Now, that's a big deal. So you pay a price for somebody to get up to date. And so uh, uh, getting up to snuff. So getting up to snuff, I'm reminded that we won one football game the first year that uh, we uh, brought Jimmy in. Okay, this is also the same situation that we were told a week ago that they're talking to Urban Meyer. Like, Like, bro, make up your mind. What is it? And I was making this point on Fox Sports Radio. Jerry Jones become background noise. You, you don't even hear it anymore. It's just like you get used to your surroundings. If you work in a casino, you don't even notice how loud it is. But if I walk into a casino, the first thing I'm thinking is, what the hell's going on in here? Like why, is that, why, like, why does she keep walking around going cocktail? Like, people still smoke indoors? Like, I, like when I walk into a casino, it's odd. I, don't, I, I just don't understand it. Like, if you drive in certain parts of the country, there's a smell in that part of the country. I remember doing radio in Charleston, South Carolina. And when you cross over the bridge in Charleston, South Carolina, there was the worst odor that I've ever smelt in my life. And I noticed it the the first couple of days driving into the station. And I finally asked somebody, I said, hey, like, do you guys have like a serial killer problem here? Like, is there, like, a a problem with, like, serial killers, like, in the Charleston area? 
They said, why would you ask that? I said, oh, because I think I know where they bury all the bodies. Yeah, they throw them right down there because I smell them every time I drive through here. He said, no, no, that's the paper mill. The paper mill has that odor. That's what you're smelling every time you drive through. After the first week or two weeks, I didn't even notice it anymore. It became background noise. It became a scent I was accustomed to. It just became what it was. Like, having been in a band, I can tell you. First, when I go to a concert now, they're way too loud. It's way too noisy. I just, I, I, I got to get out of there. Too much noise. But, back in the day, that was normal. That was the norm. Jerry Jones is becoming background noise. People don't even acknowledge him. People don't even pay attention to it. We do on a national level because we think it's an odd situation. But the people in Dallas, the coaching staff, the players, they don't even take it serious anymore. It's not even like, okay, Jerry's saying something again? Cool. So what? Why is that a big deal? It's just, it's not a big deal. It's it's not a problem. Like sometimes... We get to see stereotypes or stigmas or certain things that you kind of get over. Like back in Prohibition, if you saw somebody walking down the street with a 24-ounce steel reserve, that guy would be tased, clubbed, thrown in jail, and they'd make the horses uh, 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 you know, uh, defecate on him because they broke a law. We got to make an example of this guy. Nowadays, go to Vegas. People are walking around with 38, 48-ounce uh, uh, souvenir cups with Mai Tais in them, and they've got a guitar strap. Like, sometimes you get to see stigmas outlive themselves, and I think Jerry Jones is wearing off. It's no longer taken serious. Troy Aikman was on the ticket in Dallas earlier this week, and talked about the idea of him being a part of the front office. I doubt it. I think that's a real long shot. I, I believe that it's unlikely that Jerry will ever bring somebody in that can help this football team in that regard, just because he's been real stubborn and steadfast and that he's the one in charge. I think in a lot of ways, until that changes, this team's going to have some problems. But you know, would he ever ask me to come be a part of it? I think that'd be a real leap of faith. I don't, I don't envision that happening, and I don't, I don't envision it happening at any point. Quite honestly, no matter who's in charge out there. And I'll say this: if Jerry Jones were a head coach, he'd already been fired ten years ago. He'd be gone, done, no longer with the organization. Because the one thing they tell you is, as a coach. The second you lose the locker room, the second you lose those guys and you no longer have their ear, you got to go. It's no longer working. It's not effective anymore. You got to get out of there. So when you see a longtime coach who's had success and they decide to part ways with him, it's because they're no longer responding to what he's doing. Even coaches that have had great success. But because Jerry Jones is the owner and he's calling the shots, this is just status quo. This is just the way things are there in Dallas. And I think it's completely dysfunctional. I think it's completely dysfunctional. And I can understand. And we can all talk about, oh, well, you know, they're really loyal. And it's, it's hard to find an organization as loyal as the Dallas Cowboys. That's true. And I've heard nothing but great things about Jerry Jones as a guy. But when you're this hands-on, it's a problem. I mean... All these years since they've won a Super Bowl, it's been 25 years. 
It's been 25 years or 20, 23, 25 years, whatever, a long effing time. All right. It's been 20 something years since the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. So what is it? Is it the coach? Well, no, they've gone through a bunch of coaches. Hmm. Okay. Well, it must be the quarterback. No, I would actually argue that Dallas has had some of the best luck at quarterback of any organization in football. You want to challenge me on it? Troy Aikman, Hall of Famer. You toy around for a little bit, can't find a quarterback, so who who ends up being your franchise quarterback? Uh, some guy who went undrafted, a guy who you had multiple opportunities to take in the draft, but didn't take him, and it was Bill Parcells who identified him as a talent, and Tony Romo, franchise quarterback. And then, after you're trying to find somebody to be the heir apparent of Tony Romo, your fourth option in the draft, the guy that you passed on three different times, Dak Prescott ends up falling in your lap. Romo gets injured, his backup gets injured, and then they go to Dak Prescott. And he's played way above his contract and way above where he was drafted. So it's not the quarterback, because the quarterback you've been very lucky at. So it's not coach, and it's not the quarterback, and it's not the venue, because you got a brand new venue, and you like their offensive line, and you, huh, God, what could it be? Well, it's easy. What's the constant in the last 20-something years? Jerry Jones. As long as that's an issue, you're an issue. And that's the biggest problem in Dallas. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next. I don't even know how to describe this. We've never done it before on the show. In the history of Fox Sports Radio, this has never been done. We are going to preview a few bowl games with a Saturday Night Live spin. And I have no idea whether or not it's going to be good radio. And if it's not, I want to apologize in advance. But it will be historic. If you want to be a part of history, that's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're going to get actually legitimate football weather this weekend around the country. Freezing temperatures. I think uh, Bears Packers is in the teens. Like real football weather. None of this like 65 degrees or 50 degrees in December in Cleveland. I want to see miserable weather. As long as I don't have to be in it, that's all I want. right? And I don't think that's too much to ask. Uh, coming up here in, uh, we'll call it a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio, uh, we will get back to a conversation that we were having last hour. So, Anthony Rendon, the brand new member of the LA Angels, and I know what you're thinking, why are you talking baseball? Listen, it's not actually baseball. If it was, we wouldn't be talking it. But Anthony Rendon said that part of the reason that he chose the Angels over the Dodgers is because he wanted to steer clear of the Hollywood nightlife, he didn't feel like it was the best for his family. To which David Gascon, and only David Gascon, I did not do this, only David Gascon pointed out all the pitfalls of Orange County and where he's now going to be playing uh, with the LA Angels. Now, I didn't do that. That was David Gascon uh, who talked about all the women in Orange County, whether it be Newport, Laguna, um, Huntington, y- Huntington, Hermosa, all of them. Wait, did I say pitfalls? Yeah, well, I hey, mean, I love it here. Yeah, I mean, you were kind of breaking down why it's an issue. Like, I wasn't. 
I was trying to be more professional about... I was just trying to come correct that it isn't the Hollywood scene, it's the coastal beach scene. Like, I just wanted to have a conversation about, like, his war, his his wins above replacement, and sort of what he does on two strike counts, uh, but Dave wanted to take us into the gutter. Well, so, I was not just, a surprise. Yeah, I'm trying to get him acclimated to what's it like to be on the West Coast. Personal get experience. Your mind out of the gutter. Yeah. Which is so weird, considering the fact that it's not like he played in a boring city. He played in D.C., yeah, I've never been to DC. DC is loud, man. Yeah, I hear, D- D- I hear good you things. would you would absolutely love DC. Yeah. Like I know Chicago's near and dear to your heart, especially during the summertime for a Cubbies game. But I kid you not, Jonas, you'd have a lot of fun in DC. Yeah, I, I have a buddy who's uh, very active on uh, the dating apps. Which and, ones? Uh, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Literally everyone. And uh, and he said uh, that that DC was really a lot of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, and he, but he's very specific. His age range is um, uh, 22 to death. Oh, so uh, he's so, like what? He's like 45, 46. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh man, I got a story for you. Uh, all right. Uh, so so we uh, we will get to that here coming up in about 10 minutes from now because there are several options that are flowing in of uh, of some people out there who think that there are, are cities in Major League Baseball that are safe. Okay, that aren't it, it, where it isn't an issue. I don't think there is, but that is what some people are saying on social media. We will get to that here about 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, We also have an update before we get to our unique bowl preview from the great and powerful Iowa Sam. Marcus Peters, who was fined $14,000 and change for chugging a beer in the crowd with Bills fans, and he was just handed that fine a short time ago. He has taken to Twitter, and Marcus Peters on Twitter threw up like seven beer glass emojis after hearing about the fine. So Marcus Peters, understanding it was going to cost him $14,000, is celebrating it. Now, Lee DeLapp is telling me that's a Coors Light that he was drinking. Marcus Peters just paid $14,000 for an effing Coors Light. That's the biggest ripoff in the history of sports. There's there's never been a bigger ripoff anywhere. Like, if somebody told you, hey, here's the deal. I got a brand new pair of Uggs, 150 bucks. Okay, well, I mean, it sounds about right. Well, no, no, no. This style is normally 200. All right. So I'll give you the 150 bucks. And then when you get home and you put them on, you realize there's no bottom. That's what Marcus Peters just did. He paid the biggest ripoff in sports, $14,000 for a Coors Light. And he didn't even get all of it. And it was in a can. Which makes it even worse, because they have to like put uh, uh, little gadgets on there to where the mountains turn blue in order for you to think it's an actual cold beer. So Marcus Peters is celebrating a fourteen thousand dollar Coors Light. I am outraged by it, but it's not going to diminish what we've got coming up here on Fox Sports Radio, and we will have that for you coming up in just one moment. Want to let you know uh, we do have great news. There's a quick and easy way you could save money. Switch to Geico. It only takes fifteen minutes to see if you could save fifteen percent or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com and see how much you could save. All right. Iowa Sam is our tech producer. Uh, He is a dear friend of mine. Uh, He's one of my favorite people here at Fox Sports Radio. And I try not to play favorites, but he's one of my favorite people here. Uh, Andy Furman, I can't stand. I hate his guts. But Iowa Sam, uh, I am a big fan of. But he started doing something on Twitter. At Iowa Sam 99 where you started breaking down bowl games. So do you want to explain 
what your bowl preview is to the country so they can get an idea what they're in store for, uh, not only this segment, but during bowl season? Absolutely. I've gotten through six of these little, I call them the bowl blurbs. All right. And so back in the day in the uh, mid 90s, early 90s, there was this kind of one minute little uh, I'd say it's like a, in, in a segue sketch on Saturday Night Live called Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy. And this was just a little book that would open like a graphic of a book and they'd start writing out the deep thought. And Jack Handy was a, like, the real Jack Handy was a writer on SNL's cast. And I don't know if his name was actually Jack Handy, but he would come on and he would share these little joke things. And it was just really it's so stupid it's funny and it was just random and weird and you know I was like when I look at some of these bowls I don't think immediately of the matchup I just think of whatever comes to mind there's sometimes a little fantasy that comes into play with like who the sponsor is and what do they make and that was sort of the idea of my bull blurbs so now I think you'd like to hear some weren't what yeah yeah absolutely now Jack Handy isn't that the name of that charger security guard yes okay. his name was actually Jack Handy okay but he was named after the Jack Handy from SNL can't imagine the young guy so. can't, can't imagine why born in the early 90s okay. I don't know either very yeah. good uh, all right so he got a little change in his pocket going jangling a lane for that song Georgia satellites yeah. all right yeah shuffling some cards great in there. all right great song. Uh, here we go a little uh some stress relievers. All right, uh, so here we go. Uh, Iowa Sam and his bowl blurbs. Uh, which bowl do you want to start with? Give me, give me like th- your three best. All right, we'll we'll do the um, hmm, we'll do the tropical smoothie cafe Frisco bowl. What the hell is that? Well, here we go. Why don't I just tell you? Why don't I just share my thoughts on it? Okay. All right. Let's well, go. Let's get a little mood music. Yeah, here. let's go. A little mood music of the era. Of the era. <laughs> The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Frisco Bowl. That's Utah State versus Kent State. I've never been to a tropical smoothie cafe, but it makes me think of a rainforest cafe where man-made monsoons mist on your mediocre food. You ever been there, Jonas? Yeah, the food's terrible. Food's terrible. The food is terrible, and they think because they, they put a bunch of fake macaws up that you're going to all of a sudden get over the fact that the chicken in your Caesar salad uh, looks like tofu. Yeah. Yeah. It tastes like tofu. Last time I've been to a Rainforest Cafe, I swear that there was like... There was like mist coming down from the ceilings. It's so bad. And it goes into your mediocre food. There's one in the Luxor in Vegas. So I, yeah, they're, they're all over the place, but you know, people, kids like to go to them because it's got all these, you know, cool like animals hanging from the walls. Oh, yeah, cool. Kids like to, to pick their nose and wipe it on people yes. too. Yeah, that too. But uh, I've never been to a tropical smoothie cafe. Uh, but again, I thought, you know, it's kind of like a rainforest cafe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but the Frisco makes me think of both the melt and the burger. Like, what is that? It's in Frisco, Texas, I guess. Right, this is a terrible one. What? It made me hungry. That's it. The, the Frisco Melt and Burger? What is that? You remember at a Frisco Melt? There no. was a Frisco Melt at uh, Steak and Shake, and then there was the Frisco Burger at Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. And every time I think of the word, hear the word Frisco, ah, I just think of that delicious so burger. So would this like make you more interested in watching that game? If, if I hear if, the word Frisco, yes. Okay. And so what two teams are playing in this game? It's Utah State and Kent State. By the way, Utah State's got a quarterback. They do. Yeah. Unfortunately for Kent State, they can't have Julian Edelman come back and play for them. But he's okay. the only you know, real Kent State quarterback to ever come out of there, and he switched positions, of course. Got to be careful when you say that school in the air, by the way. Uh, yes. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's look at the New Mexico Bowl. That's Central Michigan versus San Diego State. Where's that game being played? That's in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. Thought it was Guadalajara. No, 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 no. I don't know how far away that is from Guadalajara, but it's probably it's a, a while. This bowl, I have to imagine this bowl is run by the Albuquerque Municipal Water Division. Up oh, there goes the music. There we go. 
Okay, there we go. Got it again. We get a longer bad veto. <laughs> just because I thought it's just called the New Mexico Bowl and all of them have these flashy bowl names. I'm like, it's probably run by like the city of Albuquerque. It's just a joke, like by the municipal water division. This is a terrible segment. We've What have we gotten into Okay, now, would you just explain what the bowl is? And um, interesting here, Jonas, the players get a pen holder made of turquoise. And unlimited hot continental breakfast no, at one of don't. the Holiday Inn Express off I forty. Is that is that true? No. Okay. I make things up. Just to make uh, it more fun. By All the right. way, I've I've been to that hotel on the off the I forty in in uh, sure, yeah. uh, New Mexico. I swear to God, really? yeah, in New Mexico. It's a dark place, man. That was the problem with Breaking Bad. I always got depressed after I watched it because it's really dark. Like there's uh, New Mexico's. Oh, yeah. That's a rough place. Maybe Albuquerque. That's no, it's a rough place, man. Some of it's really cold at times. It's kind of a rough place. All right, one more. What All right, you got? one more. All right, let's do this one. FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl. Cure Bowl. Liberty versus Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern had Minnesota on the ropes. They did. The screams of Liberty, Liberty, Liberty run through. My head. What is wrong with you? I don't know. What is wrong with you? Are you going to be able to continue this? The screams of liberty, liberty, liberty ring through my head as I contemplate the future terms of my mortgage. And will there ever be a true cure for swamp ass? The, the, uh, <laughs> the world may never know. This is stupid. It's just that's why it's it, on it Twitter. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I These thought, don't make any sense. They're well, not supposed to. Okay, if you want to read uh, the bowl game blurbs by Iowa Sam in all their glory, at Iowa Sam 99, at Iowa Sam 99. I have six of them done. I have 30, uh, 32 more to go because there's 38 you, bowls. You think you're going to be able to get through all those? I was going to do five yesterday. I only did one. I was exhausted. So I was just dehydrated after the whole ordeal. So I will get through them. They will be coming out before the bowl game comes right. out. I promise you that. I'm into them. You want to know why? Because nobody else is doing it. Because it's original. weird, man. Yeah, it's and original. Weird. Yeah, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with being a little weird. We accept it here on Fox Sports Radio. Take it for what it is, Jonas. I have no idea what the hell we just did. Uh, all right. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, uh, we do have an update on a major question that was asked earlier in this show. We will get to that here on Fox Sports Radio. For all the latest stuff from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, open up your ears and shut your mouths. It's the gas man. David Gascon. I forgot to ask. How are you feeling, by the way? I'm good. You feeling better? Uh, not really, but uh, we're battling, man. You sound better. No, uh, no sick days here, baby. Why not? Refuse. Well, what do you do with them then? I don't know. Give them to somebody. Well, Christmas gifts. Well, you get your honeymoon and your wedding. I gotta save up for too. So. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I, you know, I like I like coming into work. So he just figured it out, got to battle through it. Um, touch and go early on. You just called Iowa to get Sam your favorite guy here at the network. That doesn't say much. One of my favorite guys. Yay. Yay. One of my favorite guys. There's Carruthers <laughs> up the middle. Jamel dives forward into the end zone. Touchdown, Navy midshipman. Jamel Carruthers with a five-yard run for Navy. His 14th rushing touchdown of the season. Yeah, so Army led this game 7-0. Navy has come with their next 21 in a row. So lately at the end of three quarters of play, 21-7 over Army. And this ball game started the fourth quarter just a couple minutes away from getting underway. College basketball, Oregon upset Michigan on the road today, 71-70 in overtime. Peyton Pritchard had 23 points in the victory. He was 11 of 19 from outside. Other scores from around college basketball. Number 22, Seton Hall getting dropped by Rutgers. They're losing by 14 in the second half. Number two, Kansas leads UMKC 21 to 13. Xavier trailing at Wake Forest 51 to 46. 
Auburn 42-33 over St. Louis. This ball game is midway through the second half. Jonas still playing more to come from in the National Football League, though. T.Y. Hilton will be a game-time decision tomorrow for the Colts. Also, a couple of the guys are nicked up for the Eagles. Jordan Howard and Nelson Aguilar, they are not expected to play Week 15 against the Washington Redskins. You know what the NFL should do? It should be mandatory. With how, how prevalent fantasy football is and how much of a big deal fantasy football is, yeah. they should make it mandatory that if you're playing on Monday Night Football and you've got a player in T.Y. Hilton's situation to where he's a game-time decision, he's either in or out, and you have to announce it before the early games on Sunday. Yeah, I'm a, serious. That'd be a good call. I mean, like, how much money is on the line and how many people are going to lose out if they think T.Y. Hilton's playing and then all of a sudden they realize he's not playing and they've got to go pick up some some other guy who's nowhere on the radar just to try and fill a spot. Yeah, that's true. But if you're at this point in the season, you're relying on T.Y. Hilton to win you a fantasy playoff game. Well, I'm not saying me personally. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm not, not for me. I mean, I, I have no I have no selfish interest in this. What size, saying, what size roller skates are you wearing? I don't. Uh, look, I'm just... I'm just saying I think it would be fair for everybody. Fair enough. Yeah. Just two other quick updates for you. I went on a Google search to hot spots in Orange County, and as soon as I went on Google to type in best bars, it actually popped up 10 best cougar bars in Orange County. And also, divorce lawyers right now are using a geo-trafficking app as evidence of infidelity. Did you know that? What? Yeah. Putting a tracer on cell phones to lock in where guys are going on these social media apps for dating. Shady, shady, shady. That's so weird, man. New York Post is reporting it. That's dangerous for you. I mean, I mean for you know, Yeah, like, I Temple don't know. Doom. <laughs> yeah, somebody get that kid out of here. Uh, I don't like, We're trying to do an adult show here. Uh, here's, listen, every, like, honest man who's in a loving marriage knows, like, there are two key factors to making the marriage work. One, respect for your partner. And two, burner phones. All right. If, <laughs> what is if, this, the wire? I'm just saying, <laughs> if, if, you know, like you cannot leave a trail of evidence if you're going to go ahead and fool around. I mean, how do you think Tiger Woods uh, ended up getting popped? You got to have I'm a hand. Yeah, you got to have a handler. You got to have someone that's, that's personal. Like, you got to have someone that's really good on your good wingman. I, I would never cheat on my fiance because I am terrified of her. She'll kill you. Terrified. And then go to work on you. Terrified. Uh, she's she's uh, Mexican and the most loving, sweetest, kindest person I've ever known. And if I blow my nose in the wrong direction, uh, I like I, I, I'm I'm waiting for like a Gatling gun to be pulled it, out. It, it, like sound- it is it is just it is not a nice place. It sounds like she's the Spanish version of Karen from Goodfellas. Where you're yeah. like asleep and she's got that that handgun just straight at your forehead not, while you're sleeping. Yeah, not not that not that far yet. Not that far yet. By the way, have you guys seen The Irishman? I heard it's pretty good. Uh, it's good. Yeah. I liked it. I saw it. I liked it. I mean, it's not better than Goodfellas, but I actually liked it. I thought it was good. It was a little long it's at long. times. You got to split it up. I saw it all one sitting in theaters. I mean, look, I look at it like a pizza. If you order a large pizza and you're by yourself... You don't have to eat the entire thing at that one sitting. You don't? It's okay the next day. (laughs) Sure about that? You can eat a whole large pizza by yourself, Sam? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're full of crap. I'm full of pizza. All right. Um, so, uh, but but I thought it was very good. You can split it up, though. You just split it up a little bit. How long was it? Three hours? Three Three and and a half half hours, yeah. Three and a half hours. So longer than Braveheart then, right? It's better than Braveheart. Wow. No, I don't think it's better than Braveheart. It's better than Braveheart. Braveheart's an epic movie. 
A little bit too much. Irishman Ray- was great, but it was just kind of bloated at times. It's like Dances with Wolves. Oh, like, oh, come on, Jonas. Dude. Like, like I, I want to, like I want to, you know, like spend four hours watching a movie where some guy who hasn't showered in six years. Uh, is, is doing rock, paper, scissors with some werewolf in the middle of the woods somewhere. Like, Schindler's, like, what do list I care was, about this? Schindler's List was pretty long, too, wasn't it? <sighs> Just why do you have to take us down? Like, why do we have to go down that road? Well, it's because yeah. what this show's all about. I know. No, it's not. It's not yet, anyways. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming up 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Um, well, we, I mean, do we have an Iowa Minute? So, we've got an oh, Iowa yeah. Minute. We do, absolutely. And you're Iowa. confident in the Iowa Minute. Uh, confidence is a strong okay. word. Well, be, you know, like, do you feel like it's better than the bull blurbs? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. I have, I had no idea how to present the bull blurbs. Well, listen, but it's fine. Because it's know, the voice in my head versus the voice coming out of my face. That's fine. Uh, whatever that means. Uh, that, <laughs> I don't even understand what you just said. I don't there. either. But, Again. uh, but we will have the Iowa Minute coming up here in about uh, 12 minutes from now, or excuse me, 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So Dave Gascon and I. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where uh, it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico, go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So Dave Gascon and I were talking last hour. Anthony Rendon says part of the reason he chose the Angels is because he didn't want to have to, he didn't feel like the LA nightlife was conducive to his family. And so... We're sitting here thinking, hold on a second, bro. Like, you're going to Orange County. Orange County is problems everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's issues as an athlete. Everywhere you go. And so I I threw out the question, is there a place in Major League Baseball, a city, where a married guy wouldn't have any issues? Like, like just there would be no problems. There would be no nothing. Like, you could just go there and just focus on baseball. Because I don't think there is. So, Dave, what are a couple of the cities you think people have thrown at me so far? Uh, I will say Milwaukee is one of them. That is correct. I will say Baltimore is another one. I have not seen Baltimore. Oh, wow. Uh, I will say Cincinnati is another. Have not seen Cincinnati. I'll say Detroit is another. Seen Detroit. Kansas City. Yes, Kansas City. Southside Chicago. Uh, no, listen, come on. Dave, you know better. It's not that far to Gibson's. All right, come on. I know, not- but like Southside's a little dangerous. You even gave me that warning when I went out there for the first time two years ago. Yeah, like if you go on Michigan Avenue leaving Soldier Field, don't go left. Yeah. I, Simple rule. Don't go left. I, someone probably put Tampa Bay, right? Uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah. I, but, I disagree okay. with that. Yeah, I, I, I disagree as well, too. Yeah. Like, I've heard good things about Tampa also. Um, so I disagree on that. Anyone go Toronto? Uh, no Toronto, and, and no one will go Toronto from what I hear. Yeah, no way. Uh, that's got to be it, right? Yeah, uh, That that's pretty much it. Um, also, yeah. Minneapolis, the Twin Cities. I'm not buying it. No man, I'm not buying it. Bad weather, you don't have a lot of things to do outside. I, yeah, again. I just I'm not buying it. Well, Wait, didn't I, you go a couple years ago for the Super Bowl? I didn't. No, I did not. No, yeah, did not. Oh, but the point being, when Anthony Rendon says, you know, the LA nightlife might be a problem, like the point is, if you're a professional athlete, you can get into trouble anywhere you go. Oh yeah, anywhere you go, there's problems, and it, you know, it, it's why nowadays. People are so sketchy about, okay, you know, who's got a camera, who sees what, who, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, 
Rendon, why don't you just be honest and say they gave me a little bit more money? Because they offered him more money than the Dodgers did, correct? Yes. Where's cost of living more, Orange County or in L.A.? I'd probably say Los Angeles. Plus, we're also going to get that uh, those toll roads on the 405 freeway. We'll start taxing people to just to drive on the freeway here. Oh, now in Los oh they're, they're doing that now, too? Yeah. Unbelievable. And they also wanted to, reportedly, they wanted to defer payments to Rendon with the Dodgers. So, Meaning that he would, what, they would just pay him later on? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Well, I'm not buying the whole, uh, you know, better for my family stuff. I'm just not buying it. And it's, I mean, you're thinking about San Clemente, Newport Beach, Laguna Beach, Huntington Beach, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> Lake Forest. It's a problem. Just go to Newport. Walk into Sharky's. Just walk into Sharky's. What are you going to see? It's crazy. It's party time. Uh, all right. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, uh, it is the return of the most popular segment we do every single week here on Fox Sports Radio. Don't go anywhere. It's yours next year on FSR. Jesus. That freaking voodoo music. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, 10 minutes from now here on FSR, uh, there is a team in the NFL that may have ruined several careers. Right, A team in the NFL that may have ruined several careers. Find out who we're talking about here coming up 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, many are chiming in on uh, Iowa Sam's uh, was it bowl game? Uh, what are we calling it? A bowl game blurb? The bowl blurbs of yeah. 2019. Yeah, the bowl blurbs uh, to where he writes a little blurb about each bowl game. Just some and, thoughts. Yeah, and he yeah. shared his thoughts uh, earlier in the show. And so some people were kind of, you know, uh, poking fun at it. One gentleman said it was really entertaining. It wasn't very good, but it was entertaining. That's the point. I mean, listening to this show, do you forget about your problems for a few minutes? That's what we're here to do. That's all we're here to do. You're miserable. You're going Christmas shopping. Uh, you just paid way too much for a Christmas tree, which, by the way, we've got to talk about that. What a ripoff Christmas trees are now. Uh, you just want to get your mind off things. And I think Iowa Sam did that. I think he accomplished it. A lot of things on TV aren't good, but they're entertaining. Yeah, there's nothing right? wrong with that. Yeah, yeah like uh, every Fast and Furious. If I'm making you bored, then I've failed. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, it is time now. To get into what Iowa Sam does best, which is break down the state of Iowa like you've never heard before. It is the most talked about segment we do every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this. Hey, got a minute? Hey, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. Like you give a damn. Now presenting the most up-to-date happenings from Iowa's four Division I teams. Ladies and gentlemen, cows and pigs. It's the Iowa Minute. Here's Iowa Sam. All right. Here, here we, we go. go. Here we go. Listen, Jones, we got to start with the most important sporting event coming out of Iowa this week. It's no doubt the FCS quarterfinals, baby. Those were held on Friday. It was Northern Iowa Panthers taking on James Madison University. They were duking it out. Duking it out. See what I did there? The Dukes, the number two seed, 12-1 coming into the season. I'm sorry, into this game. 12-1 on the season. And it showed. It showed. Uh, Northern Iowa had 58 total yards through three quarters. They didn't even cross into uh, the Duke territory until the final drive of the game with two minutes left. So your final was JMU 17, 
Northern Iowa, zero. Shut out. Was this at the uh, Unidome? No, this was in Virginia. Um, the I can't remember the name of the town. It's like Harrisonville or something. This is where JMU is. They hosted the uh, Panthers. Not a pretty game. JMU held, had this great tailback, and I'm going to try to pronounce his name here. I could not find a pronunciation guy for this. Percy Agayi Obese. But the last name, the last part of the last name is spelled obese, like O-B-E-S-E. So I think it's Obese, but it's okay. it could be obese. And he had a fat stack of carries, 33 oh carries, God. 124 yards and a touchdown. He was the workhorse. You and I finishes the season great season, 10-5 and five to get to the quarterfinals, the FCS playoffs. JMU's 13-1 and one now. They move on to host Weber State. I saw the, uh, yes. was it Illinois State, North Dakota game nine, earlier? It was like 9-6. Yeah, 9-3 nine, nine was the final. <sighs> and here, here's the ironic part. They hit the over with 9-3. Are you so serious? Good for that? No, they did not. I, it was, it was actually the first time North Dakota has been held without a touchdown in at home since 2002. I saw that stat. Well, they're, they're so good, though, they'll just find a way to win. I mean, they're used to putting up a lot of points. They are a powerhouse. They, they're a powerhouse. Yeah. The Bison. Yeah. All right, let's move on here quickly. Um, you and I basketball, they had uh, they had Grand Canyon on Thursday, and they had no problem at all. They uh, set fire to the Grand Canyon, 82-58. Isn't, isn't Grand That's Canyon like an online school? Uh, no, they have a real campus. It's um in Phoenix. They might have online stuff, but they took it to Grand Canyon, man, big time. All right, let's go here. Quick trivia note here, Jonas. Do you know where Joe Burrow was born? LSU quarterback who's probably going to win the Heisman Trophy. Joe Burrow, do you know where he was born? The Philippines. No, he was born in Ames, Iowa. Get oh. that. Because Iowa and Iowa State faced off in Ames on Thursday night, the Cy-Hawk rivalry. And this was crazy. This was an Iowa blowout. We're running out of time here. 84-68. Iowa hadn't won in Ames since 2003. Not since the regular season, since 2001. And that was a crazy one. Okay, quickly here. Drake is at number 14. Uh, number 14, Dayton later today. Dayton beat Georgia. How about that? But they are 14th in the nation, and that's your Iowa Minute. Well done by Iowa Sam. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, problems in the NFL. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare juan gabriel 
Selena, Selena, Celia Cruz, Azúcar, Carol G, La Bichota, Cristina Aguilera, Extina, just to name a few. We're serving the whole story from rags to riches and all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Oh, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So there's a team in the NFL who's got no luck at all. Absolutely no luck at all. Um, and especially anybody that gets close to him. We will tell you who that is coming up here in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 on every single one of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are taking part in the program. We always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, If you are looking to find out... uh, what the reviews are of the show thus far, uh, it can simply be summed up in uh, this tweet that was sent over to me at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All we did was mention New Mexico. We were talking about the New Mexico Bowl, and all I did was say, New Mexico's a rough place. I've been there. All right, the People are all nice, but that's a rough place. I mean, you know, there's, you know, you, you could have some issues there. Guy writes in on Twitter, walking female body part, I'll say, walking female body part, Jonas Knox, couldn't handle Breaking Bad like the typical bleep millennial from Thousand Oaks, California. You and your boy toy flamers stick to your genre of real housewives, queer as folk, and saving grace, you bleep bottom. And that was because of one preview of the New Mexico Bowl. That's the kind of backlash we got. I don't think it's deserved. I also don't think he's entirely inaccurate in that entire tweet. I'll just say that. So, uh, there's that. At the Jonas Knox on Twitter, I've retweeted that. You can see it in all its glory. Uh, another, uh, Another satisfied customer here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so uh, let's get into this situation in the NFL. I was actually thinking about this. There's a team in the NFL who, if you get near them, you don't end up having a lot of luck. Now, before I get into that aspect of this, let me just go ahead and give you the very latest on Antonio Brown. So if you're wondering why we're talking Antonio Brown, he's not in the NFL. Well, it's because Antonio Brown had kind of a, a delicate Saturday morning. Now, at this time of the year, Saturday mornings are a little bit unique. Because we're out of the college football season. So you don't have a game to watch. You've got holiday shopping you probably got to get done. 
Uh, there's things to do around the house. You've uh, pretty much called off everything over the last two, three months on your Saturday based on college football, and you revolved your entire world around it. And so here, all of a sudden, you have a Saturday and it's wide open. You never know how you're going to handle it. Well, Antonio Brown's had a lot of days wide open. And Antonio Brown decided, well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on Instagram Live, and I'm going to videotape cops at my house because the mother of three of my kids is coming over to grab their clothes from my house. So the mother of Antonio Brown's kids, three of them, was coming over to Antonio Brown's place to grab the clothes of the, of the children. Well, Antonio Brown decided, well, I'm going to videotape all this because she had cops go with her because she was kind of concerned about the, the situation and wanted to make sure it was an easy transaction and there were no issues and nothing like that. So while the cops are there and Antonio Brown is filming all this on his Snapface Live or whatever he was on, Antonio Brown starts cursing out the cops, uh, uh, cursing out uh, his ex, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, and then, you know, just sort of, you know, expletives here, uh, ripping into it. We would love to play the audio, but it's not really coherent as to what he's saying. Like, it's not really clear. So... He's just sort of ripping into everybody, including the cops, calling the cops different names, things like that. You know the names that are associated with that. So after Antonio Brown decides, he's going to do a quick recap on IG Live. So he does his quick recap. So I start doing a little bit of digging. All right, so what's really happening here? Antonio Brown's been having this back and forth with the mother of his children accusing her of cheating on him. Screenshots, all the works. She has now replied and said, I've got pictures that will end your life, that will end you. So now she's got pictures she's threatening him with. So this whole thing's a mess, a complete disaster. And I was making the point earlier, Antonio Brown's going to be the first player in this social media era that's going to ruin his entire career because of the social media era. He can't control it. Like it, it's the old adage. Look, you have a hammer. You can either build something or break something down. Right? How do you want to use the tool? That's what social media is. A lot of people use social media to build things up, to build relationships or a following or a fan base or communication. And then some people use social media to break things down. Antonio Brown is breaking down his entire career. And I don't know anybody in the NFL that wants anything to do with whatever the hell's going on in that guy's life. I mean, every week there's a brand new apology. And then there's a backtrack in the apology. And then there's uh, uh, he proclaims, I didn't even know we were doing New Year's resolutions. I thought that was January 1st. Antonio Brown's New Year's resolution was no more white women in 2020. All right, that is... Uh, that is uh, Antonio Brown's. Uh, and if you would like to see that for yourself, you can do so at Lee DeLapp on Twitter uh, is where you can find uh, that that resolution uh, from Antonio Brown. So it's all over the place. And you have no idea what the hell the guy's talking about half the time. And there's actually, and I got to find the actual account. Somebody has set up a Twitter account 
And it's something along the lines of Antonio Brown translating Antonio Brown's tweets. So there's a translation Twitter account on Antonio Brown's tweets, and they're pretty fantastic. So uh, at some point we will we will uh, hit on those uh, here on the show. But the whole point being, this guy's career is on the verge of being done because he can't log out of his Instagram. Like, he can't stop. And it goes back to Facebook Live in the locker room as a member of the Steelers. Remember when that happened and we all thought it was weird? Like, why would you, why would you videotape that? Like, why would you, your coach is giving a speech, why would you go on, on Facebook Live? Like, the whole thing is bizarre. So I started thinking about just sort of all the different ingredients that go along here. And I call it the Steelers pepper spray. All right, so I call this the Steelers pepper spray. And here's why. If anybody's ever been sprayed with pepper spray, it's terrible. Even if you're not sprayed, if it gets near you and you breathe it in, it shuts you down. Eyes are watering, can't stop coughing, uh, uh, it, it gets in your lungs, it's awful. And I know this because I was at uh, a bar slash restaurant one time and a security guard accidentally fired off his pepper spray. It wafted into the bar and cleared the entire place out. So we're using Visine. Uh, we're trying to like drink water, uh, try, just try, and we didn't even get hit directly with it. So the pepper spray, if it's anywhere near you, you're screwed. Like you're going to breathe it in and you're going to have problems. I call this the Steelers pepper spray because think about this. All of these players who were Pittsburgh Steelers are pretty much nowhere to be found, right? Antonio Brown, we just broke it down. I mean, uh, uh, pick a card, any card. You want cryotherapy chamber? Uh, Do you want the the helmet gate? Do you want us swearing off white women in a New Year's resolution? Uh, do you want IG Live and, and uh, uh, insulting the cops uh, who were there in peace? Like, like, which part of that do you want with Antonio Brown? Uh, do, you, do you want Antonio Brown calling out Bob Kraft for going to a massage parlor? Do you want that? All right, so Antonio Brown. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger played, what, a game and a half? Season over. And at this point in his career, who the hell knows? Significant elbow injury. Le'Veon Bell is a shell of himself in New York. The guy called out sick to a game and then went and bowled a 251 with the flu. Now, it's impressive, if not for the fact that I bowled a 290 uh, back in 2007. But the fact that he bowled a 251 and had no issue with it because he was impressed that he was able to do it with the flu, Antonio Brown also, with Ben Roethlisberger and Le'Veon Bell, all get... The Steelers pepper spray. So everybody's getting it in the eyes here. All right. What about Juju Smith-Schuster? Have you been seeing any of this stuff on Juju Smith-Schuster in Pittsburgh? Guy's a full-blown party animal. Like like just a, a social butterfly. And I don't even know if that, that he's drinking. He's out all the time. He again had a setback in practice. He's not playing again. He's been nowhere to be found this season. Yet, he's at college parties in and around Pittsburgh. And people in Pittsburgh, Mark Madden, who's awesome in Pittsburgh, 
and really entertaining and uh, and and brutally honest about Pittsburgh sports teams has been saying it. Man, Juju Smith-Schuster is just a nicer version of Anto- a nicer version of Antonio Brown. That's all he is. And and Juju Smith-Schuster is out at college parties, uh, out living the life in Pittsburgh, et cetera, et cetera. So Juju Smith-Schuster is not the same. James Conner can't stay on the field. He was thought to be the heir apparent to Le'Veon Bell. Can't stay on the field. So think about that. Those were all Pittsburgh Steelers within the last year and a half. All of them. Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Conner. All of them are having either the worst year of their career or the worst year of their professional life. All of them. Steelers pepper spray. It doesn't have to hit one to hit all of them. And all of those guys have been impacted by whatever was going on in Pittsburgh. I don't know if it's bad luck. Uh, I don't know if it rubbed off on somebody, but everybody got a little piece of the pepper spray. Antonio, Ben, Le'Veon, Juju, James Conner, and nobody's had a positive year. Nobody. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, uh, we are going to find out the future of one NFL quarterback who could be in for a major change. Find out who next year on FSR. I hate that song. The hell is this? I think it's Garth Brooks, like Conway Twitty or something like that. Close. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, All right, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, it is the return of one of the most controversial segments anywhere on sports radio. Uh, We will have that for you here a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Right now, though, he joins us every single week at this time. He is a former NFL quarterback, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus. He is Bruce Gradkowski here on Fox Sports Radio. Bruce, what's happening? What's up, Jonas? How you doing, brother? Hanging in there, battling a little bit of uh, my my voice is going uh, in and out a little bit, but we're we're hanging in there. We're battling. Tis the season uh, at this point during the NFL man, you're season. You got to man. Uh, how? Let me ask you this: as a quarterback, how sore are you, or just as a player at this point in the season? Yeah, I mean, I, I think as a player in general, I don't think anyone's really a hundred percent right now. I mean, you're you're dealing with not only aches and pains, and you might have an injury here and there, um, but it's just the wear and tear of your body through the whole season. And it's just, you, you'll see t- teams really dive, uh, you know, really uh, pull back the reins on their practice schedule. Of course, you know, the NFLPA now has rules on how many times you could go full equipment and all that, full pads during practice, but they do a really good job with that. And, it, and Look, that's why as young players, you learn a lot from the veterans and how to take care of your body. Because this time of year, it's what team can stay the healthiest um, to push through into the playoffs. So I think every team is dealing with all their nagging aches and pains at this point. And I would think with the weather and how weather is now more of a factor each and every week, and you mentioned the injuries and the wear and tear, I mean, look – Take a win how you can get it. It doesn't have to be pretty. Just keep winning games and build momentum to the postseason. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is the time of year that you want to start really playing 
together and well as a football team. And that's why I look at teams, you know, like the Titans, like the Steelers, that they've been through some some challenges through the season already. So they're they're battle tested. So when I see teams like that now in tough tough situations or battling for playoff spots, um, it's almost like I trust them more because they've had to be mentally tough throughout the season and push through and uh, and fight through to be where they're at and put themselves in this position to be talking about having a chance to, to enter into the postseason. I, I totally agree. I always respect somebody who's had to really go through the tough stuff and to come out clean on the other side. I, I think we were talking last week. I don't know where he stacks up physically or his tools, his arm, his athleticism, whatever, but I'm willing to take a shot on Jalen Hurts just based on his path and what he's had to go through to get to this point. He's had to actually deal with real issues and struggle, and it's not all been handed to him. And I always respect teams and players that go through that. Oh, absolutely. And, and I agree with you because, look, at the end of the day, yes, you have to have enough ability, but I truly believe it's about the mental toughness, uh, the leadership qualities, what you bring to a team. I mean, we're watching right now what Lamar Jackson is doing in Baltimore, and it's unbelievable. I mean, yes, the guy is unbelievably talented, both athletically, he's making plays with his arms. I mean, he's doing it all, but I just see the impact he's making in the locker room and how the team is, you know, just, just really gelling together. And it just true, it just shows how humbling Lamar Jackson is. I mean, anytime he's asked about the MVP, uh, race or, you know, the award he could possibly get and should get, um, you know, he, he, he veers off in, in another direction. And that's really cool to see. So when you're talking about Jalen Hurts and a guy that's battled through different things in college, look at what Russell Wilson dealt with through college. I mean, he was a, a late transfer uh, and had some success. And now, you know, look what he's doing in the NFL. So I'm a big believer on it's more than X's and O's. It's more than arm strength and height. It's about that mental toughness and that will inside to take you to another level. Uh, he is Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, now an analyst with Pro Football Focus, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You mentioned Ryan Tannehill. Bruce, you, you study these quarterbacks every single week. What is happening with Ryan Tannehill that's completely different from the Tannehill we saw in Miami? He's just playing with a lot of confidence right now. And what you could tell, too, though, that the, the kind of confidence that, you know, his team and his coaches, they believe in him. And it happened to me when I was with the Raiders. You know, I had another opportunity to really be the starter at some point in that season in 2009. And it was just a different kind of atmosphere because I knew the coaches had confidence in me. We won a few games. Um you know, and it was just really fun to do. And, I, and I'm watching Ryan Tannehill do that right now. I mean, he's playing well. He's making smart decisions with the football. He's acting with the football. And also, he brings athleticism to the game. And he's scrambling on third downs, making, you know, key first down runs on third down. And, look, I think the play that sums it up is watching him make the tackle on the turnover. Yeah. A guy that doesn't give up. I, I think that describes the Tennessee Titans as a football team right now, it's not always going to be pretty. You're going to make mistakes, but at the end of the day, we're going to play hard and we're going to play to the whistle. 
and Ryan Till, and Ryan Tannehill uh, showed that the other day, and that's why his teammates believe in him so much right now. Well, and it just goes to show you. Uh, well, first of all, I think it was also the old wide receiver in him because he was a wide receiver in college. I right, mean, like, right. So this, I mean, he hasn't been playing quarterback for that long if you think about it. And so it, right. that was more of the physicality of Ryan Tannehill, and he was probably pissed off for throwing a pick, and so he wanted to make a play. But it's also Mike Vrabel's just a good coach. And it feels like yeah. they just respect the hell out of him. And if if Mike, and it it goes to show like while everybody tries to, oh well, you got to hire an offensive guy or you got to hire that. Like no, you just have to hire the best guy. And it feels like Tennessee did that, and those guys love playing for Vrabel. Well, that's a great point you made. Made you know, it's not about an offensive minded guy, defensive minded. It's about the right guy, the right fit for your culture and your team, and what you're trying to build. I think Vrabel. The, the the big thing that he did this year, the key the key moment was when he had the guts to bench Marcus Mariota, you know, replace him with Ryan Tannehill, but also communicate that appropriately to the quarterbacks, to Tannehill and Mariota, to the team. That clear and concise communication is the reason why the Titans were able to go on this little run. Because look, Mariota's been a great teammate so far. He's continued to support Tannehill. Tannehill would support Mariota when he was playing, and it just shows the culture uh, that that uh, Vrabel has built over there. And you have to give him a ton of credit for just the the, the, the proper communication. I mean, because I, I believe it's all about communication. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski with us here on Fox Sports Radio. So, talk to me about that because you mentioned he communicated that in a way to where it didn't create this divisiveness between those guys after benching one quarterback and putting in the backup. Have you been in a situation where you and one in the NFL where things went a lot smoother and and maybe another one where things were a little bit more, you know, touch and go on the relationship based on the fact that there was a decision made and a quarterback was benched? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's always tough. I, look, I played for John Gruden, so I know there was a lot of benching going on there. I, I know I got benched by him. Um, and I was a young rookie at the time. And then I got an opportunity in Oakland, like I said, when I filled in for Jamarcus Russell and then he got benched. You know, I think, you know, it's about how coaches handle it. I think teammates, too, you got to understand, players feel and can see if a guy's giving you a chance to win. It's just like what happened in Pittsburgh this year, you know, uh, benching Mason Rudolph, you know, implementing Devlin Hodges, um, Duck Dynasty into the lineup. You know, <laughs> Your, your teammates understand and feel it out. That's why when you go through competitions during training camp, they always sort themselves out because players and, and the team actually make that decision because you cannot discredit what you're putting on film every day, how well you're playing, if you're executing your assignment, and the team feels that. So when things like this happen, you know, sometimes it could be a smooth transition. Other times, you know, if it's really – if the teammates feel divided at some point, it makes for a rough transition. But you also have to give a lot of credit to Marcus Mariota uh, for handling handling this as a professional. I mean, everything we've ever heard of Mariota is just how much of a stand-up guy he is. Great guy. Um, so, yeah, so it doesn't surprise me how he's been handling it. But the Titans in general, man, they're, they're exciting to watch and exciting to see what happens as they play the Texans two out of three uh, remaining weeks. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski, you played in Cincinnati. Obviously, the Bengals were in the news this week with uh, the potential Spygate 2. The NFL hasn't made any announcements. Apparently, there's a videotape that's got eight hours of footage on it. Uh, the, the Patriots claim they were filming a, a scout for a documentary series. 
Where do you stand on this latest issue? And if it turns out that they were filming the sidelines of the Bengals, what should the punishment be? Oh, man, you know, it's crazy. I, I think if it was any other team, we would believe the, the excuse, right? We'd say, oh, yeah, it was just a documentary. Okay, let's let's move on. Right. But I think since the Patriots have already done it. And they, and they um, used it, the same exact excuse last time. Yeah, so I, I think, I mean, you really have to look into it. But I also, you know, my point is, number one is, you know, why do you have, you know, if it's Bill Belichick truly trying to get signals and whatnot, I don't think he'd have those guys filming it. Um, but like I said, I mean, you just never know. I think when Belichick got caught the first time, um, there wasn't really a heightened awareness or a rule in place that say you couldn't do it. So it would surprise me if they did purposely go on and do that. And the other side of it, Jonas, if you think about it, Zach Taylor's new to the NFL as a head coach, right? So, does Bella, Belichick have an archive on him just yet? Right. So maybe, maybe he was trying to trying to build that uh, little archive on Zach Taylor as a head coach. But, um, look, man, I don't know. It's, it's just a touchy subject of how to handle it appropriately. Um, in my mind, I truly just don't believe uh, they're purposely doing something. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski, last one for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here on FSR. Uh, you're a former Oakland Raider. The Raiders are playing their last game in Oakland tomorrow against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, are you a little sad to see it go? What, what's what's a favorite and least favorite memory of playing games in Oakland as a member of the Raiders? Oh man, I, I'm absolutely sad a little bit. I'm sad for the fans because I, you know I grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, huge Steelers fan. And I just, you know, just thinking now what it would do to the city if you have your Steelers leave that city, you know. So I, I feel for the Raiders, uh, Raider Nation, the fans out there. I just loved playing in the black hole, um, just just seeing the black hole and the guys in shoulder pads with spikes on them, faces painted, getting pictures in the stands before the game or when you score a touchdown. Uh, one of my favorite memories was probably – when we played Carson Palmer and the Bengals in 2009, they were undefeated in the AFC North at that time. They were playing very well, and um, and, and we upset them. You know, we scored with under a minute remaining to tie it up, and then uh, we had some good luck in our fortune, and they fumbled the, the uh, ensuing kickoff, and we got it in field goal range, and uh, I made a little kneel down, and we kicked it, Janikowski for the game winner, so – a lot of good memories there, and I do. I feel for Raider Nation, but I'm also excited for the for the move. I, I think it'll be good for football in general. How bad were the amenities? Yeah, they were they were pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, the facility the facility itself was pretty bad, uh, but also, I mean, you're playing on half a baseball field, right? So you start off the season, you're you're walking past like. The Oakland A's locker room on the way to the field. Um, so I think it'll get that much better for Raider players. Um, and look, every every opposing team that plays the Raiders now, the fans are going to be like, I'm going to that game. That, that's a great experience. Oh, 100%. Have a vacation. <laughs> it's great. No, it, it, it's the destination game to go to because it, you turn a, a, a game into an entire weekend in a city that, that never sleeps and and there's always something to do there. 
Absolutely. So, Jonas, you and I, we might have to make a Raider game. Let's do it. Yeah, we're we're going to a Raider game, and then uh, and then we'll just you know we'll, we'll pretend like we don't get Wi-Fi in the casinos. You know, we'll just we'll just play it safe. We'll kind of travel around. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ride your coattails. You're a former Raider. I think we can get in some doors. Hey, absolutely, man. If there not, is. We'll, we'll force our way into those doors. Absolutely. That's how it's done. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski, uh, get him on Twitter, at BGradkowski5. Bruce, always appreciate it, man. Uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. We'll talk next week. Yeah, thanks, Jonas. Hope you feel better, man. Push push through. You're, I, you're a warrior. Hey, I'm Play doing on... what every Toledo player does. I'm just battling through. I'm pushing through. That's, That's what, what we do. That's what you got to do. Don't let them put you on injured reserve. Stay, <laughs> stay on that active roster. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Bruce. We appreciate it, man. See you, brother. I uh, love that guy. Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, uh, now an analyst for Pro Football Focus here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, all right, coming up next, it is the most controversial segment in all of Sports Talk Radio. If you don't believe me, just stick around. It's yours next here on FSR. For all the latest from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, and better yet, Tom Brokaw, who's on the updates? That's Commander David Gaspar. Yeah, the Gasman. What's up, guys? Isla, Lee. You don't like Jeez. that uh, that Tom Brokaw did? Uh, I need something new, man. Well, I mean, I need you to I need you to get into your your black book of agents and make something happen for me so it could pop. Right. Let me tell you something. If I had a black book of agents, um, things would be a little bit different. Okay, but they're not. You think? I think so. You live near Malibu. You're like I, five I love, minutes away. I love how you spin that narrative. Like, I, I love how that's the move. Are you not like, close to Malibu? S- Dave. You could I, spit to Malibu from where you're at. And that, not true. Uh, it's a twenty, probably a 20-minute drive. 20-minute oh. drive. It's probably 10 miles, 20 the, minutes? The mean streets of Thousand Oaks. That's where I grew up. By the way, did I tell you I went to your spot a couple weeks ago? What spot is that? Mastro's. I never, what is that? Is that like a, a fast food place? It's a, yes. It's Never uh, heard of Depends on the time of the night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry, sir. Kitchen's closed. I didn't come here to eat. <laughs> Trust me, I didn't come here to eat. <laughs> I came here to die. Yeah. <laughs> you can eat this. <laughs> Dear God, it's good. Uh, Perry on the keeper midfield. Side steps away at 45. Uh, he's at the 40. He's got a convoy with him. Malcolm Perry down the sideline. And he's going to go. Touchdown. Navy midshipman. Explosive play. Malcolm Perry. 55 yards. Yeah, that was one of many on the day for Perry and company as Navy was down 7-0 to Army. They ripped off 31 straight, and they win it. 31-7 to was the final. It's the only college football game today. Miwok, college basketball, a couple of teams that got together, number 10, Oregon, and number 5, Michigan. It was on the road for Oregon with the victory. They comes their way, 71-70. to Peyton Pritchard had 23 points in the victory. Right now, Wichita State at home leading Oklahoma, 23-19. to That ball game just got underway, in fact in the closing minutes of the first half. Xavier falls at Wake Forest, 80-78. to Number two, Kansas having no problems with UMKC, 78-40. to Kentucky by eight over Georgia Tech, 51-43. to Jonas, back to you, man. Uh, thanks, Dave. We are coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. Uh, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So I want to give uh, Dave full time for In the Gutter with David Gascon. Uh, so uh, we wanna, we're we going to get to that. That'll be coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. We have not had In the Gutter with David Gascon in, what, three weeks, Dave? Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. I mean, Three weeks. Uh, th- does that make you sad? Yeah, kind of. I always feel good about it. 
like the more time I miss your show, that means I'm actually like uh, means there's some things that are happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Listen, uh, uh, this show is where careers go to die. Wait, wait, right. no. Overnight, maybe. Yeah, but you know what? Then Uh, you know, I still, I'm still there. There used to be at one point in time, the overnights were myself, Iowa Sam, and Dave Gascon. Yeah, who's your producer? Uh, God, who was the producer? I mean, you find this man. Yeah, I would love to find him. Where did he go? I was. I think it might have been Gavin. Was it? You guys have all left me, all of you, and so I'm on. But I'm still in the overnights. Does Iowa pass out at all during your show? No. Because you have another board out that passes out during your show. <laughs> what are you doing, man? Are you Never trying to get people of. fired? No. I don't think I ever passed out. I mean, like, is, is it really necessary to call out John Ramos like that on the air? Wow, no, John. Hey, wow. speaking of calling people out, Nick Just Wright kidding. Nick Wright was listening to the show, and he actually was uh, commenting, too. He says, Main Street of Huntington Beach is a target-rich environment for uh, – for Anthony right where, now. Where's uh where's uh Nick right at? Is he at uh the blue dog or eight one eight public school? No, he's upstairs in the knock room. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why do you gonna be like that? You know what? I'm just, I was just asking. I thought he had weekends off. I thought he was like a day drinking or something. I he could day drink when you're uh, never mind. Yeah, I, I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. Uh by the way, guy writes in on Twitter, um, because I mentioned Antonio Brown had a New Year's resolution, which was uh no no more white women twenty twenty. Guy writes in on Twitter. Knox's is no more hogs bigger than seven, 2020 to 2022. Why is that that necessary? Like, what did I do? I didn't write Antonio Brown's tweet. I don't make New Year's resolutions. Why do you have to wait till January 1st to get off your lazy fat ass to do something about things? Like, I didn't make a New Year's resolution. Everybody got to pay this year, so we clear. (laughs) Is that Tupac? <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, coming up next, it is the most controversial segment in sports talk radio. Do not go anywhere. It's been gone for quite some time, and it's yours here on FSR. Get your mind out of the gutter. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Coming up in, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR, do you remember when something in the world of sports used to mean a lot more than it currently does? And it's shocking because it's a major, major uh, uh, deal in the world of sports. It it, it means a lot. There's, There's a lot that comes along with it. It changes your reputation for your entire life. And it's not the same anymore. And I'll explain what that is coming up 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Right now, though, here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this. News. News. He only finds the best stories. I got a news flash. Who the hell are you? It's In the Gutter with David Gagan. And for that, we turn it over to David Gascon, who has not been with us for several weeks to find out what the hell's going on. How many weeks? Three weeks? A long time. You've been stuck with Ralph then, huh? Well, I don't know if stuck is the right word. Well, how often does he come into the uh, studio when there's a commercial break? How many breaks are there? Uh, There's three per hour, right? Okay, so that would make 12 for a show. Uh, So 13. Yeah, 13. Ralph Irvin. Yeah. Listen, he's probably listening. I I don't want to deal with that. I got to... With typhoon. I got to ask... How does Iowa Sam have better imaging than I do? 
I, he's, I don't know, he's better at putting imaging in. I don't that, know what to tell you. I, no, the Iowa Minute, that had some good imaging to it, the Open. He put that in. You did? Yeah. No, he doesn't overachieve like that, does he? He put that in. I you, did write the script, and then some of our magic makers here at oh, FSR you put it together son for of me. A, but I did write it. I wrote everything he out. Yep. He, he wrote um, it out. It was his idea. I like the bull stuff. You got to do more of that, Iowa. Oh, uh, we'll have more bulls to come. Trust me. We're, we're I ran gonna, out of time. We were going to have Lee DeLapp put it together, but he was on a date at Steve Subs. So yeah, he was on a different bull. Happening. Yeah. <laughs> How about this? What, Jonas, have you ever been dumped um, on a cell phone or text message or um, any other way than outside of being in person? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Yeah. What means? Uh, phone call? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to remember if it's been a text. I think a text too. Yeah. Yeah, I've been dumped a lot. Um, Am I still online? I mean, it never really bothered me because I looked at it as okay. So that means I don't have to drive and get dumped. You can just do it on the phone, save me the gas money. Yeah, it didn't bother me. I never never got never got emotional about it. All right. Well, I bring that up because of this. Tennessee quarterback Brian Maurer's girlfriend Morgan Hood actually downloaded a social media app called TikTok, which is usually for. I don't know what this is. Children. Like, yeah, it's like Generation XYZ put together. Uh, anyways, she posted a video on there uh, breaking up with him, and uh, he had a quick response on Instagram saying, "Quick or quote, girls do anything for their 15 minutes of fame, end quote. Wait, who is this again? Uh, Tennessee quarterback Brian Maurer. Okay, and so, because I thought said Ben Maurer, and I thought, well, that's interesting. Not that young. Um, Times that by four. Uh, so, so, was this a real thing? Yes. She dumped him on TikTok. Yes. What a horrible person. Yeah. So in the applications, much like Twitter, like if you put something on there, it can populate to other social media sites. So it went on Snapchat, uh, Instagram, so on and so forth. So he's 18 years of age. I think he'll get over it. I'm not on Snapface and well, all that. Well, and he, oh, he should. That? Uh, this Tennessee quarterback shouldn't be either. And he's the quarterback of Tennessee. Yes. Instant chat or whatever it is. He's going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. I've heard stories. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Lee got dumped a few months ago. And you talked about it on the air. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, we went out. Let's ask Lee. Yeah. We went out after. He didn't so, have a problem so, with that. Something tells me Lee didn't actually want to talk about that on the air, though. That's what his ex-girlfriends are for, though. Anyways, uh, how about this? Uh, a Kansas woman got a little, a little ticked off at people, her, her nearby neighbors this uh, holiday season. Uh, her name's Shelby Gash. She's from Johnson... <laughs> She's from Johnson County, Kansas, and uh, she wanted to have some fun this holiday season, Jonas. So what she did is she set some Christmas lights on top of her roof, and one of the lights was orchestrated into a giant-sized red crank. <laughs> Neighbors a, did not like a, it very a, much. A giant-sized what? Crank. Like uh, like, like when you crank up a car in like a, a mechanic shop? No, or like... Um, like your Kellen Winslow Jr. crank. Um <laughs> stick shift. Oh, so like uh peg leg. Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Okay, so what is it? Like is it like she she had a, a like an actual peg leg up or is it What do you mean? <laughs> she had uh I don't know, Lee, you got a giant I don't get it. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't understand. What do you uh, say? Crank. I don't. Know. Do you mean like a like a male part? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a like a mushroom. Like a mushroom. Okay. I don't. Don't think we have to get that descriptive. Uh, so she decided. And what's her name again? 
Her name's Shelby. Shelby what? From, from Johnson County, Kansas. Uh, Shelby what, though? What's her last name? <laughs> her name is Shelby. She- Shelby what? 67. Shelby. Okay. And she's from what county? <laughs> Johnson County. Oh, okay. So what did she do wrong? It seems like, uh, you know, and we live in a day and we live, Okay, outside of California, we should be okay, but this is in Kansas, and her neighbors got offended by it. Some well, people like actually talked to reporters making comments saying, well, it looks like a giant, obviously, crank. Um, <laughs> it's a giant. <laughs> they go on the news with this. I mean, Dave, it's a bit much. I mean, like, there's kids around, and, and she's, you know. It's got, the holiday spirit. Okay, it's not the holiday spirit. It like, is. N- nobody wants to see uh, uh, Dirk Diggler on his back as a, as a Christmas decoration. There's nothing wrong with having lights being erected. There's not, like, you're missing the point. Like, Christmas is a great holiday. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, was she drunk? No, she was sober. So 67, yeah. Johnson County, yeah. and Shelby, what's her last name? Shelby Gash. Okay. How about this? PJ golfer Tommy Two Gloves Ganey was arrested this weekend in Polk County. Yeah, how about this guy? During a prostitution crackdown, uh, he actually went up to an undercover police officer, offered her $60 for a quick visit. Junos, can you qu- guess what a quick visit would entail? Uh, a thumb wrestling match. Sorta. Oh. What happened? He got arrested. Yeah. Surveillance camera on the undercover officer, taken away. Is that what they do in Florida? They just have prostitution stings and they bust athletes and owners? They do it out here in Sherman Oaks, too. Jesus. They're good at it. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Harold G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. 
certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So this thing used to be a really big deal. I mean, a really big deal in the world of sports. And now I don't even think anybody notices it. And I think I know where the problem comes from. We will get to that here coming up in just a couple of moments. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on over 200 Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And wherever you are taking part in the program, we always appreciate a few minutes of your time as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate Quote, so this used to be a really big deal in the world of sports. The Heisman Trophy used to be a big deal. And I know what you're thinking, what do you mean it's still a big deal? I mean, the Heisman Trophy, it's the most prestigious award handed out in college football, which is the number two sport in this country. And I agree. Prestigious award. And if you win it, it changes your life forever. If you're a Heisman Trophy winner, for the rest of your life, if you never play a down in the NFL, you are a part of history. It's one of those rare awards. It's even greater than you know uh, uh, NFL MVPs. To where I'll bet more people could name Heisman Trophy winners than they could NFL MVPs the last decade plus. So it's a prestigious award, and it's the most important award in college football. And I'm willing to bet that a lot of you had no idea that the award was being handed out later tonight. I'm willing to bet. Like, and and that's the problem. There's no juice. There's no buzz. And it's not because it's a landslide. landslide. It's not because it's Joe Burrow's award. It's not because, uh, you know, uh, people look at it and go, oh, my God, well, why even tune into that? I mean, you know, it's everybody racing for second place. It's something to do with that. It's the fact that they do nothing to build up buzz for the Heisman Trophy anymore. They don't do anything. And I think the one thing college football has done that has been brilliant over the past few years, college football decided a couple of years ago Not only when we go to the college football playoff, not only are we going to change from the BCS to the college football playoff, we're going to have a release show, a release party every single Tuesday. And so college football, every single Tuesday, does their big unveil. And so what's ended up happening is that we no longer debate who's the Heisman Trophy. We debate who the top four are or the top six. It's completely dwarfed the Heisman Trophy. And I've been saying this for a couple of years now. If you want to bring back the buzz in the Heisman Trophy, if you want to get people excited about the Heisman Trophy again, here's what you got to do. You got to set up a weekly television show and you've got to release the rankings each week. No more surprises. No more uh, uh, you know, big unveils later on in the year. 
We need to see where you have different players ranked each and every week. And this isn't just me saying this. This is not me just, you know, thinking crazy that there's no real buzz for the Heisman Trophy anymore, you know, and it's not. No, no. I've talked to Heisman Trophy voters. They say the same thing. Like, yeah, there, there's just not a a spice anymore. There's there's not an excitement to it. It's not the same. I mean, we're talking one of the preeminent awards in all of sports. And I I would venture to guess that a lot of you had no idea what was happening later tonight. Like that and and the reason is because what they've done with the college football playoff is so off the charts and entertaining and fun to talk about that now the Heisman Trophy is the one that suffers. So there's no longer the we've got to know or who's going to win. We just, okay, so the Heisman Trophy is happening. All right, we'll talk about that later. When you make it appointment television every single week, people care. People tune in. Treat it like a TV show. You're not diminishing the award. You're building the award. You're building the importance, the excitement of the award. And if college football every single week If you wanted to do it on a Monday, if you wanted to do it on a Wednesday, whatever, every single week throughout the course of the regular season, you have college football voters or a segment of college football voters release their updated rankings on the Heisman Trophy, I think people would get excited for it. I think people would go into every game with the the leading candidates and think, okay, if he does well here, since he's ranked second here, and so-and-so's on a bye, that would put him at number one, right? You create controversy. You create conversation. And I think while the genius behind the college football playoff, and you cannot be happy about who was one, who was two. You can be bothered by who was three and four. You can say uh, Ohio State got screwed. And listen, I believe Ohio State should be number one overall. All right, like I, I look at what Ohio State did, and I think a lot of it was laziness. I think people based their opinions on Ohio State LSU one and two on what happened in the first half against Wisconsin. It's almost like people looked at that and said, All right, well, this is a really tough call. The first sign of weakness we get from Ohio State, we're bumping them down to two. And that's what they did. They put Ohio State at two. And they put LSU at one. And so because of it, Ohio State's got to now play Clemson and now play LSU. But the point is, we can have the argument. We can have the conversation. Because they've made it interesting. So if you're college football and you see that it worked with the college football playoff, why wouldn't it work with the Heisman Trophy? Every week, based on a performance, one guy's leading the Heisman race. And then if you want to go quiet the last couple of weeks and then we wait for the big unbit, that's fine. But I think if you want to get the buzz back in the Heisman Trophy race, if you want the Heisman Trophy race to matter again and if you want people to actually care and actually know that it's on and actually know that it's being awarded later on tonight, then you need to make it appointment television. Look at what you did and what worked well. Find what was successful. If it worked somewhere else, it would probably work here. And what you did with the college football playoff worked, and I think it would work with the Heisman Trophy. And I think that's the problem with the award. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 
from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, also, I think that this is the first weekend when we really start to appreciate things. I really do. Now, we've got bowl games coming up over the next several weeks. And we're going to get to the point. Now, Iowa, Sam, you were saying, how? what is there, 40 bowl games? If you count the playoffs, so there's 38 individual bowl so games. So 38 bowl games. Yes. Okay. I believe so. So we've got close to 40 bowl games. So there's going to be a lot of football, but it's kind of mixed in throughout the holidays. And you don't really know where the games are. I mean, you know, you hear like the... Uh, uh, the Dollar General Bowl, or the Pep Boys Bowl, or the uh, the Liquor Store Bowl, like all these different bowl games throughout the course of the, uh, throughout the country every single year. But they're mixed in with the holidays, and there's a bunch of them at the same time, and you, you can't really wrap your arms around all of them. This was the first day that I think people really started to appreciate college football, and I would like to take full responsibility for something. If you listen to this show during the course of the season. There was at least two to three weeks where I bitched and moaned about the scheduling in college football. Every, like, two or three weeks. And Bucky Brooks, who normally does the show with me here on Fox Sports Radio, would have to walk me off the ledge. No, man, it's not as bad as you think. Uh, you know, trust me, these games are better. Don't worry about it. The games coming up later on tonight are going to be a lot of fun. Like, you know, I know, I know you're panicking. And it wasn't until today... When we come in and we've got Army Navy, which is fun. All right. I'm a big fan. Uh, Navy 31 7 over Army, uh, a dominant performance, uh, a game to where I, I don't know if they ever even threw the ball one time in this game. Uh, the passing stats are 26, 26 yards passing by both teams. On the ground, 395 for Navy, 123 for Army. So it's throwback football. And I enjoyed it, but this is where I tell people, if you get fatigue during the NFL season or during the college football season, just remember those feelings. Remember those moments in March, in April, in May or June or July when you've got none of it and you're looking around for something to watch and you would kill, you would kill for a Louisiana Tech, Louisiana Monroe game. You'd do anything for it. So, lesson learned, appreciate the football while you got it, because once it's gone, then you're dealt a hard, stiff reality that it's the NBA season, and right now, to sum up the NBA season, the Lakers are really good, and their soft fan base doesn't think they get enough respect. So that's what you got to look forward to after football's done. All right, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, Get me on Twitter, at TheJonasKnox, at TheJonasKnox, on Twitter. Uh, Coming up next here on FSR, it is the end of an era for one NFL franchise. Find out what we mean next on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare juan gabriel juan selena selena celia cruz azúcar carol g la bichota Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph! Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR, we will get to some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to touch on. Uh, so that'll be coming up a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. A little segment we like to do here called The Scraps uh, on FSR. So we'll have that for you here. Uh, bottom of the hour here on Fox Sports Radio. Can I just say this? Uh, before we get to this story, uh, the end of an era in the NFL. Uh, where do you guys stand on real or fake Christmas trees? All right, so where do you get now? Iowa Sam, I know you worked at a Christmas tree lot. Uh, I too have worked at Christmas tree lots and the old school ones where you got to cut them down. Uh, where do you stand on real or fake? I'm I love the real tree. Um, yeah, I was a volunteer at a Christmas tree lot for about 15 years. Every year I'd volunteer, so I do love the smell of them. Volunteer? You didn't go there to get paid? No, I volunteered for the Optimist Club of Iowa City, which is kind of like a a group for Yeah, if I wasn't getting paid, they they can kiss my ass. That was a seasonal job, and I better be getting paid. I love love real ones. My my mom has purchased some fake ones for for another time before, so I don't mind. What about the trees? Oh, there you go, yeah. But now I'll go with the... (laughs) (laughs) I'll go with the real one. Vote is real one. Um, All right, lead a lap. Where do you stand? I used to hate fake trees. In fact, I probably still do, and I I love the smell, like Sam said, of the real trees. Unfortunately, uh, our family did inherit a fake tree, and we've been using that for the last few years, and I I can't stand it, but uh, I've gotten used to it. It I mean, but when you put ornaments on it, there's no difference. I mean, other than the smell. Right, right. I mean, 
you know, it's less of a mess, I would think. Definitely. Easy to go up. In fact, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, we haven't gotten a tree yet. And then I, I realized, oh, our fake one's been up for a few days and I just didn't even notice it. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, you just, I mean, you, you just come and go. Uh, that's that's the world of Lee Delap. David Gascon, real or fake on the trees? Um, I got to go with real. I just, uh, it's the season, right? And we're in California. You got to go with real, man. Everything else is fake around here. Yeah, I, uh, I was, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, you leave my ex out of this. Well, I, uh, I, I was all in on real trees and I loathed fake trees until I went and saw some of the prices this year. What a rip. Wait, Un- unbelievable, man. Where did you go? Calabasas? No, 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 no. Like it. I just go to a Home Depot. Oh, and they were like fifty bucks for a tree. It used to be back in the day you go to Home Depot or Ace Hardware and you could get them out in front if you if you didn't want to pay to go to one of those Christmas tree lots. You can get it for like twenty bucks. Yeah, pretty soon someone's gonna come out with an app to have a a real or fake Christmas tree delivered to you. So oh, yeah, you got that, like a DoorDash version of Christmas trees. That's the end of the world as we know it, right there. <laughs> get out of my face with that. But I, I so the more I thought about, it, I was like, over the course of time, like how much is a plastic tree? If you bought a plastic tree, what is it? Hundred bucks? Yeah, I'd say something like that. Okay, to hundred. Yeah. So if you bought a plastic plastic tree all you need is for it to last three years and you've already made a better purchase all right but let me ask you this you're not there yet but let's say you're a father and you got kids like are you you gonna go cheap on the tree like the whole festivity of like dragging in a tree and like setting it up with your kids and decorating it and putting the lights on it and here's what i'll do i'll do it once and then i'll tell the kids all right you guys clean all that up and if, and if they push back at all, I'll say, hey, no problem. You don't have to worry about this ever again. And we're going plastic from then on in. That's it. From then on out, we're going plastic. Just like that. I, I will say, Jonas, that the, the little tree needles do get everywhere when you have a, a real tree. But the, the needles on a fake tree are like square and really shiny. So it's like you can tell it's fake. Well, there's a lot of things you can tell are fake. It doesn't mean yes. they don't look good. They do yeah. look good. It, like, for example? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I have a fake watch. Oh. Okay, so it's, it looks like an expensive watch. It's not at all. The thing's like 50 bucks, but it looks like an expensive watch. So on the trees, yeah, they may look fake, but if you put, like, to Lee's point, you put enough uh, ornaments on there, I think they look fine. Uh, the prices make me lean more and more towards a fake tree uh, as we move forward towards the holiday weekend. Uh, or holiday uh, coming up, Christmas, and then New Year's and all that fun stuff. So... That's my point. Uh, all right. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio uh, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, all right. Um, coming up, again, a l- less than 10 minutes from now on FSR, we will get into some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to touch on. One of the things that is going on this weekend in the NFL is the end of an era. It is the final game for the Oakland Raiders in Oakland, which means... The greatest, and there's not even a close second, the team theme song in the history of sports will now be moved to Las Vegas. I mean, if this doesn't get you going, I don't know what will. This revs my engine. If I was a fighter on on one of these UFC fights coming up later on tonight, I would use this as my walkout music. I swear to God. Like, this is how it's done. This is the Oakland Raiders. And now they're no more. The Raiders are going to go from Lyle Alzado 
and Ken Stabler to the Blue Man Group. The autumn wind it's gone. It's all gone. Just for fun. Bruce Gradkowski, who's a former NFL quarterback, um, played for the Oakland Raiders for a couple of years. Uh, Bruce Gradkowski joined us earlier. He's now an analyst for Pro Football Focus. And we asked Bruce Gradkowski, hey, with them shutting down the O.co and the Raiders moving from Oakland, you know, how do you feel about it? I feel for the Raiders, uh, Raider Nation, the fans out there. I just loved playing in the black hole. Um, just, just seeing the black hole and the guys in shoulder pads with spikes on them, faces painted, getting pictures in the stands before the game or when you score a touchdown. Uh, one of my favorite memories was probably when we played Carson Palmer in the Bengals in 2009. They were undefeated in the AFC North at that time. They were playing very well. And, um, and and we upset them. You know, we scored with under a minute remaining to tie it up, and then uh, we had some good luck in our fortune, and they fumbled the, the uh, ensuing kickoff, and we got it in field goal range, and uh, I made a little kneel down, and we kicked it, Janikowski, for the game winner. So a lot of good memories there, and I do. I feel for Raider Nation, but I'm also excited for the, for the move. I, I think it'll be good for football in general. How bad were the amenities? Yeah, they were, they were pretty bad. <laughs> they, they, you, you know, the facility the facility itself was pretty bad. Uh, but also, I mean, you're playing on half a baseball field, right? So you start off the season, you're, you're walking past, like, the <laughs> Oakland A's locker room on the way to the field. Um, so I think it'll get that much better for Raider players. Um, and look, every, every opposing team that plays the Raiders now, the fans are going to be like, I'm going to that game. Yeah, he's 100% spot on. And I get it. If you're a Raider fan, that was Bruce Gradkowski, former NFL quarterback, former Oakland Raider, uh, spent a couple of years there with the Raiders in Oakland, uh, who joined us earlier. Uh, he's now an, an analyst for Pro Football Focus. I get it. If you're a Raider fan, be bummed out about it. Your team's leaving. It's what you grew up with. I totally understand. But let's be honest here. That place is a dump. It is a dump and a half. It's a hellhole. Like, you know, everybody's got a, a pair of shoes that they just love that they can't get rid of. And then all of a sudden you think they're the most comfortable shoes in the world and you wear a brand new pair of shoes and you go, God, it's kind of it's kind of nice not having my big toe pop out the front of my shoes. It's kind of weird. That's what's going to happen for the Raiders. So if you're a fan of the Raiders, get emotional about it. If you can get to the game, get to the game. Pay the extra money, whatever it takes, or at least go there and be around the stadium while they're there. It's the last time they're going to be in Oakland. But understand that the Raiders and Raider games are now the go-to destination in the NFL. It's not the Jerry Dome. All right, it's it's not any of these other. Uh, it's not Lambeau Field, it's not Soldier Field, it's not up in Seattle. It's Vegas. Everybody is fascinated to see what that's going to be like when the Raiders get to Vegas. And I think as much as you want to be emotional for them leaving Oakland, get excited because the game has completely changed. And I thought uh, I know somebody who was in Vegas not too long ago, and they said everywhere around the city is a, a poster. Uh, a promotion, uh, um, you know, them advertising the Raiders are coming to town. The Raiders are going to be in Vegas. It's fantastic. So 
get emotional, take it all in, but understand they needed to go. That place was a dump, and they're gone to bigger and brighter horizons. And plus, if you're if you're a fan in Oakland, let me tell you something. As somebody who grew up in L.A., not ever having my favorite football team around me ever in my life, it's not too bad. You get used to it. You actually appreciate it more. So, as opposed to getting emotional, uh, you know, and, and being upset about them leaving Oakland, they're going to a great place. It's going to be the talk of the NFL next season. Get excited and get out there. It's a short flight from Oakland to Vegas, and go have some fun, and then play, uh, you know, penny slots at the Excalibur afterwards. Uh, if you lose all your money at the Raider game, it's going to be fun. Enjoy it and make the most of their final game in Oakland. All right, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas. Knox at the Jonas Knox from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Coming up next, we will get to some things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to touch on. We will have that for you next here on FSR. For all the latest so from around the world of sports, ladies and gentlemen, the gas man, David Gascon. I was distracted with our Christmas talk. I was going through some of your tweets and retweets. It's uh it's even colorful during the holiday season. Oh yeah, it's a jolly time of year for them. Like they don't take days off. It's like Belichick, no days off. Yeah. I'm trashing you. Uh, so, some guy read it, wrote it on Twitter just now. He says, uh, he said, uh, hell, uh, A.J. Brown for the Titans slipped down the stairs in Oakland last week. I'm telling you, the place is a dump. It is a dump. The amenities are terrible. They, the toilets overflowed, and they've got a baseball field in the middle of the place for like the first four or five weeks of the season. It's Qualcomm Stadium North, right? Oh, I think, it, I think it's worse than Qualcomm. I really do. What's the worst building you've been in? Oh, that's uh, Legion Field in a Birmingham. Ooh. Yeah. It's this le- legendary field in Birmingham. The biggest dump I've ever been to in my life. <laughs> I can't believe they play games there. I re- They had a bowl game there. A January 1st bowl game in 2010, South Carolina and UConn at Legion Field. Oh. I was stunned that they put a bowl game on there. I couldn't believe it. Oof. Yeah, it's rough, man. I went down to, I don't know if you've been down there, but the uh, San Diego Sports Arena. I've heard things. Yeah. Uh, Lakers and Kings play there for a preseason game. This was a long time ago, but yeah, the, the roof was leaking. And you just went into the locker rooms and you went to some of the restrooms and it smelled like mildew. Like it just smelled like yeah. death in there. Uh, look, um, Hawaii Aloha Stadium. There's parts of it that look really old. And, it, and it's part of the reason why the Pro Bowl moved from Honolulu to Orlando. Yeah. And, and I love going to games there because if you grew up watching the Pro Bowl like we did, Dave, yeah. it just looks so cool. Yeah. And, and like you, Chris Berman's on the sidelines in, in a Hawaiian shirt drinking beer. Yeah. Like it just, it just looks so cool. Yeah. And so to be able to go there was awesome and, and to be able to check the place out. But that's an old place. That's an old venue. And it's why until they get it renovated or build a new place, they're not bringing back the Pro Bowl to Hawaii. Yeah. I feel the same way about the Rose Bowl. I, know, I mean, aesthetically speaking, the Rose Bowl is one of the most gorgeous gorgeous spots to ever play a football game, NFL or college. I mean, I just remember back in the 90s with the Super Bowls there with the Buffalo Bills getting blown out. But I mean, the Rose Bowl with that shot, sunset on a Sunday. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, no better weather. And, and, and this is the craziest part about this. I grew up in Southern California. Yeah. I've never been to the Rose Bowl. Oh, God. Geez. I've never been. I swear to God. I've never been. Oh. Like everywhere else I've been. 
for whatever reason, I wow. it's, I've never been able to make it happen. And I and I've always wanted to go so bad. Yeah. But I'm either working or something comes up or it's and during football season there's just no time to get there so I don't want to go there unless there's a game going on but I've never been yeah that's true good reason for that beautiful place yeah speaking of football Navy and Army today Navy will not have to run another play Ken Niamatololo and the Navy coaches spent two weeks getting prepared to end this losing streak and they have done it here today they head across the field to shake hands with Jeff Munkin and the Army staff 31-7 Navy gets the victory yeah, they won it today. 31-7 was the final score. College basketball, number 8 Kentucky beat Georgia Tech by 14. UMKC got trounced at number 2 Kansas, 98-57. to Earlier today, Oregon in overtime dropped Michigan, 71-70. to And number 1 Louisville prevailed over Eastern Kentucky, 99-67. to Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Dave. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, right now, it is time for a little something we do on the show called this. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our commander, David Gascon, to find out what the hell we missed up yeah, on the show. Yeah, commander-in-chief bull. Have you been to an Army-Navy game? No, I want to go bad. you got a bucket list of things you got to do. Have you been in the Kentucky Derby? No, i got to go bad. Man. Uh, Cameron Indoors? Got to go. Oh, man. I have no time. I know. We're, we're always working, man. I know. Well, you've been you've been to Death Valley, though, haven't you? Uh, what, what uh, LSU? Yeah. Or Clemson? Uh, LSU. I haven't been either. Really? So I don't even know why I just tried to clarify what you just said, because I haven't been either. Well, because you went to some night games in South Carolina, though, right? Yeah. Uh, so South Carolina is awesome. So I've been to South Carolina. Uh, I did see Talladega, which is huge. Yeah. Uh, Talladega Speedway. Yeah. Uh, and traveled throughout uh, the South. Saw, you know, where the Falcons, uh, was it uh, Mercedes-Benz Arena? Or what, where do the Falcons play? Yeah. Mercedes-Benz yeah. Uh, Stadium. Yeah. Uh, that place is massive. Um, Wait, but, wasn't that the Mercedes Benz Dome? Was that one where the yeah, 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 yeah. Or no, what, what, where, where the where the Falcons play is what the Chick Fil A Center or something like that? Oh, yeah, I was gonna say uh, let's let's go live to our where do the Falcons play insider Lee Delap for the latest. That Lee? is the Mercedes Benz Stadium. They're both Mercedes Benz. Oh, okay. That? Sorry, you test me in my Mercedes. <laughs> where the play, Saints play is the Superdome. That used to be the Mercedes Benz Dome, though. Correct. Yeah. Iowa. It's the Mercedes Benz. I got you, Iowa. Mercedes Benz Stadium. I mean, pretty sure. Yeah. That was in a bad mood. I mean, well, I don't know why you have to yell at him. I mean, you guys just trying to clarify us here on the air. Talking stadiums here, for Christ's sakes. Very important. That's true. <laughs> That's true, true, true. So, hey, the uh, 16th version of the uh, Commander-in-Chief's Bowl, uh, Army Falls to Navy today, 31-7. Do you get up for games like this? For Army-Navy? Yeah. Uh, it's fun to watch. Um, I, I don't, you know, if I miss a couple of plays, I'm not, like, pausing it when I go get something from the from the kitchen or something like that. Yeah. And we were on while it was happening, so I, I couldn't watch all of it. But it's just, like I said, it's throwback football. Yeah. So if you're not into the up and down 40, 50 point games, like I'm not a fan of it. I need defense. I want struggle. I want elements. I want 
running the ball. That That's the football I grew up on. So Army-Navy is all of that for me. All of it. Well, they got it done today. And they uh, Malcolm Perry rushed for uh, 304 yards in the victory for, for Navy as they win it here today, 31-7. to Going from college football to the National Football League, you mentioned at the top Ravens, Marcus Peters fined $14,000 for his uh, celebratory uh, acts last week. Jumping into the pile... The fans of the Buffalo Bills and pounding out a reportedly a Coors Light from Lee Delay. Uh, yeah, by the way, I have, a, I, have, I have an update on that story that I want to share with uh, with the nation here coming yeah. up in about 12 minutes from now. Right. An update. Right. So I'm going to call somebody out here on the show. All Somebody's right. getting called out. All right, fair we, enough. We were sold a bill of goods on this Marcus Peters story. Well, whatever it is, he's getting fined $14,000. But, but I just think details are important in this case, yeah. and we were not given the accurate details. All Somebody's right. getting called out 12 minutes from now. All right, fair enough. How about this? Terrell Suggs was released just to a couple hours or a couple hours ago. He was released yesterday by the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he did say that if any team claims him off of waivers, he will not report unless it's the Baltimore Ravens. Why wouldn't they? Why would they? Uh, well, okay. If you can add depth and you can bring in a guy who's been great for the organization and didn't leave on bad terms, why not bring him in? Yeah. Like, like let, let, let him, you know, be a part of it. If, if you feel like he's still got something left, if you feel like he's a guy who can, who can you know, make an impact at some point or another, like, you never have too many uh, a defensive linemen or offensive linemen. You can never have too many of them, yeah. especially defensive linemen. And so it just feels to me like, all right, this is, you know, is he the same player he was uh, back in the day? No. No, not even close. But... I, it's not like he's just not productive. It's not like he's, you know, just just not able to do anything. I, I feel like, you know, he, he gets out there. He's got four sacks on, or he's got five and a half sacks on the year. Like, I mean, there's a lot of other players around the league who have struggled uh, at, at less advanced ages or at younger ages in their career. At this point in his career, why not bring him back? Right. I mean, what do you got to lose? Fair enough. Now, we, we bust, or I I bust the chops a little bit, and I help motivate uh, Granada Hills High School football's Bucky Brooks and his football program. We can we can agree on that. Hey, by the way, where the hell's he been? I don't know. He's been on vacation living the good life, right? It was something I said, for God's sake. Probably. Yeah. Well, I, I bring that up because of this. We talk a lot about college football, the National Football League, and, and hardly if ever at all for no reason, but prep football. Well, how about this, though? Newton High School quarterback Jack Street threw a 36-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver Riley Ward today. It was the final play of the ball game, and Newton High School, they won the Class L State Championship against Darien 13-7. Jonas, this is the seventh anniversary of the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, and they did oh, it on Jesus. this day. So, like, it, you, I saw video footage of it, and the crowd was going absolutely berserk. But you talk about a, a team and a community. I mean, this happens in all different sports. We know this, right? Basketball, yeah. football, hockey, whatever it may be. But it happens in, in football. And on the seventh anniversary of the shooting, this community comes back together with its high school football program to win a state title. It's pretty awesome. And it's how many years? Seven years? Yes. So, I mean, and th- this is crazy to think about, but were any of the survivors on this high school football team? From Sandy Hook. I mean, if you think about the ages, um, I mean, there's, you know, that's, I don't think that's too far fetched. No. I wonder how many of the survivors were actually at Sandy Hook or had knew somebody or had a sibling at Sandy Hook um, when this happened. If it's seven years, the timelines add up to where these could actually be guys that are on on the current football team. I don't want to speak out of turn here, but 
I, I think that's why, because it's it's so close. Yeah. And it's still sort of in that window of when you go to school, elementary through high school. I think I think there's still some obviously some some strong feelings and attachments to it. Yeah, they had vigils and church services during the day, and obviously leading up to the ball game too. So all that kind of encompasses what the community was all about. And then you have that thing happen, obviously on the field, where not only are you competing, but then you actually win. And it's on the day of. I mean, it just you know these things happen, and you really can't explain it. It's just. The phenomenon is just a beautiful thing, obviously, yeah. from remembering what happened to where your, your program is and your community is now. Uh, it's a great opportunity to recover, and you see it happen on the gridiron. No, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a great story. Uh, college basketball, the one upset today. I, I know we don't get into this much until, what, March? Like, what would you rather do, talk college basketball or golf? Oh, so sorry. Uh, you said college basketball. Oh, what's up? Or golf. Um... I, I'm kidding, by the way. Uh, no, not everybody not. be too sensitive, <laughs> for God's sakes. How dare you? Like, people are so sensitive. Um, Trigger. Oh, college basketball. Like, look, I actually enjoy college basketball after the NFL season because it's cool to just be able to watch a game and realize that I don't need to pay attention to every single play and know every single player because nobody in the media does anyways. That's true. So you can just kind of blend in. Uh, Anthony Rendon had a press conference today. He talked about a couple different things. One of them was Mike Trout. Trout reached out to me uh, once that we had solidified the deal. I believe it was Wednesday, based on his uh, exclamation points and his texts. Uh, he seemed really excited. So we were uh, both just discussing on uh, how we can continue to move forward and how we're just looking forward to the season. Yeah, he goes from D.C. to the Orange County area, a member of the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Like, think about that. So in the matter of... Let's do the math here. Two months. In two months, Anthony Rendon has won a World Series and now made $245 million. Like, that's unbelievable. It's pretty good cash. Like, it, it's, it's why guys like Jeff Samarja did what they did. It's why they said, you know what? I'm going to go make a bunch of money. Why not? And I get Kyler Murray. I understand it based on where he was at. Yeah. But if you're one of those real elite players or real elite talents and you can get paid like that in Major League Baseball and it's all guaranteed, like what a gig, man. You think uh, Brady could have done that? Um, I mean, if you ask him, I'll probably say yes. Yeah. But just to piss him off, I'll say no. <laughs> yeah, no way Brady Quinn could have done it. Um, what about a guy like Tony Romo? Because he's nearly a scratch golfer, right? Well, you mean Tony Romo, the guy who uh, you know told CBS, uh, I may or may not be at the game this weekend, depending on if I make the... Can I give you a conspiracy theory sure. on Tony Romo? Yeah. All right. But I need uh, like Unsolved Mysteries music. Iowa? I need Unsolved Mysteries music here on Fox Sports Radio. What is that Robert? Is it, uh, so, is it so Robert? A little Unsolved Mysteries music here you know, on FSR. You know who the host of that show is? Yeah, Robert Stack. Yeah, Robert Stack actually was a Transformer voiceover character as well, if you remember that. He Robert a, Stack was? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, Rodimus Prime, him. I think it was. Yeah, he was pretty good. Right, so here's my conspiracy theory on Tony Romo. This is a good one. And it's a broadcasting conspiracy, so I think you're going to be entertained by this. So Tony Romo tells CBS... All right, so he tells CBS, and I want to make sure that the facts on this are correct. All right, so I've got to make sure this is 100% correct, and I'm going to try and pull up the schedule because I believe that this actually lines up. So let me, let me just double check on this. I want to make sure this is correct, and I want to make sure that I've got all the information here factual. Wish right, you could make on. it sound like Robert Stack. All right, so Tony Romo 
and you mentioned scratch golfer. Yes, and he's you know he's actually a guy. W- would you say that um, he's a guy if he put his mind to it that he could actually potentially like be a professional golfer? Yeah. If, if that was if that was the if that was the only. Uh, the only thing that he focused on, forget football, forget everything else, you believe that Tony Romo could be a scratch golfer. For the amount of or, money that Jordan gambles the tour. On, on golf, I think I would take Romo over Michael Jordan golf. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, here's why I bring this up. Earlier this season, he was in a tournament. And so this tournament was on the weekend that the Vikings and Bears were playing, right? So it was on the weekend that the Vikings and the Bears were playing. And so Tony Romo told CBS, if I make the cut, I don't know if I'm going to be able to call the Vikings-Bears game in Chicago, right? So, so this is a fact, and there was reports about it. He ended up not making the cut. So CBS... In, in, you know, wanting to uh, make sure that Tony Romo was there, CBS still had Romo go to the game. So he goes to the game after not making the cut. You would, you would imagine, Dave, just based on what you know about broadcasting, yeah. probably not the most prepared. Right. So he, he got, probably did a crash course uh, to try and figure out uh, what exactly he could do to, uh, to, to study up on these teams and all that. So Tony Romo tells CBS, this golf tournament is more important than your football game that I'm being paid for. And so he decides, I'm going to go play in this tournament. And if I make the cut, you've got to find somebody else to fill in for me. So he told his employer, this tournament is more important. That's great leverage, man. The next week... Tony Romo and Jim Nance were calling Broncos Chargers. I think they punished him. I think they said, you know what? You're going to dictate terms to us. You're going to the soccer field, and you're calling Broncos Chargers. Yeah. And that is my Tony Romo conspiracy. But he, he landed in Los Angeles. It's Carson. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, uh, we will get to the bottom of some missing information on an NFL story. That's next here on FSR. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cotto Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up uh, less than 10 minutes from now, Nick Ba and Brian No will take over here on these Fox Sports Radio airwaves. They will have all the latest from around the world of sports. Uh, so stick around for that. Uh, coming up less than 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, I really mean that. Uh, I think it's uh, my Tony Romo conspiracy theory. When Tony Romo told CBS that he might not be able to work the Bears-Vikings game if he makes the scratch in that tournament he was golfing in. You imagine telling your employer that? Hey, I don't know if I'm going to be into work on Sunday because I'm playing in a golf tournament. They'd be like, wait, what? You did what? And so he ended up going to the game because he didn't make, he, you know, he didn't make the cut. And so he, because he didn't make the cut, he was able to call the Bears-Vikings game. The very next week, him and Jim Nance are calling Chargers-Broncos in the late time slot. Like, I think they punished him. I think they said, you know what? You're going to dictate terms to us. Have fun calling that game uh, in the soccer stadium. Uh, At that point in the season, both those teams were terrible. They had like three wins between both of them. That's my conspiracy theory. Also, by the way, Marcus Peters uh, fined $14,000 for chugging a beer. Lee DeLapp gave you bad information earlier. Lee, you said it was a Coors Light. I think it's a Budweiser. I think I think it's close. It looks silver and red to me. All right, we'll get to the bottom of that some point this weekend. Uh, for Iowa, Sam Lee and David Gascon, I'm Jonas Knox. Bon, no, next here on FSR. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? 
facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 